For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Okay. I love you for your skin's pure sheen, for your two sweet lips with teeth in between. <laughs> oh no. I love you for your gorgeous bod and your hair that's strictly mine. I love you in all kinds of weather, cause baby, you is all together. Help me, God. <sighs> now I, the month's theme think of the month's theme think of like I feel like there are context clues the month's theme yeah I'd said that this month for black history right month. right so it's black TV shows mm-hmm. but it's so extra your hair strictly mod right you is all together right so I'm getting older vibes okay all right Right. Even though at first it sounded like something Steve Urkel would say to Laura or Stefan or Kel would say to Laura Winslow. It sounds like something Waldo would say to Maxine. Or <laughs> Okay, or Waldo and Maxine if yes. you want to be rude. Um, I want to say JJ on Good Times. Give me a fucking high five. Yes! <laughs> she did that. <laughs> the mod is what did it. Yes, like, that's distinctly I mean, 70s. it's so very on point. To what shout it out is. to Good Times. I also bought that entire series on Amazon. In fact, that was my. It was a meme going around a couple weeks ago. Like, what was your very first Amazon purchase? Where you log in and scroll all the way back, and oh, that was shit. my first Amazon purchase. Good Times, the series. I should go and look at mine at some point. Yeah, it it's is. crazy. It, I had to scroll for like ten minutes. It was honestly a little embarrassing, but yeah. Yeah, I was like, God it bless is. mine. I don't even know. <laughs> that Prime pays for itself in like three days at my house. I mean, that. Um, so yeah, shout out to Good Times and classic so, black television. No, no Good Times ever, but a great show. I am JJ Evans. And I am Shuri. And this is three. <laughs> so... I'm so full of joy. This week in Black Excellence, let's just talk about it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, no spoilers. No, we would never do that. I mean, (laughs) it should be coming out somewhere near you in a couple of hours. Right. If you don't go see Black Panther this weekend, I don't know what you are doing. I'm just confused. Because it don't make no sense. You need to make your way. So we were fortunate enough to both... We weren't at the same screening. No, I don't think we were. No, I went to the Marvel one. Yeah, I think the one with the cast, right? No, 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 no. Well, I walked in, like, right at the last preview. So it's possible they were there. But I think the one that you went to was different. I think that you went to the one that was, like, Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, a Twitter you know, sponsored, and it was one. most of the cast was there at the same time. So it was, like, a little Q&A with the cast before the movie, which made a lot of sense. Because if you do it after the movie, then we're going to be like, hey, nigga, what was it like doing this? 
you know, like being extra. So. so many niggas I know have been able to breathe the same air as Michael B. Jordan this week, and I'm just devastated. Oh, yeah. I honestly felt, I, f- I felt that energy very much being in the theater. And then Lupita made him do the on-demand push-up. Have you seen this? No. So I guess he lost a bet with her. And so now he has to do on-call push-ups, which means whenever she's like, give me one, he has to stop whatever they're doing and give her a push-up. That is sick, man. It's everything. And so in the middle of the Q&A, she was like, where's my push-up at? <laughs> it was everything. And oh, she did friend. it again at the, like, whatever next screen and they went to. I saw it on uh, Instagram when she made him do it again. I'm like, I'm for this because Michael I B. Jordan it. is fine. <sighs> So sexy. So I just want to say that as a Black Panther fan, and I'm not even like the hardest of hardcore Black Panther fans that know every issue that has ever touched God's earth and like every line and every bubble or whatever. But I have definitely been a fan and followed for many, many years. First of all, it is, I can't even explain like the glee in not only being a Black person to be able to witness this type of film but like a black fan of comics and this part i can't even believe this is happening to be honest with you like i cannot believe it's real the fact that it is not only happening but it was executed so phenomenally right like perfectly this movie is so good it is so good like it's like the a couple of my friends and stuff that asked me about it um we're like you know does it live up to expectations or like to the hype and i said i feel like it definitely exceeds it it exceeded mine and i expected it to be like i expected it to be entertaining when they said ryan coogler and then name that cast i was like no it's gonna be life like no it is <laughs> not you wearing this in memory of taylor swift shirt i oh. I just threw something on. It was black. It matched. Whatever. We're not here to talk about white people. We're here to talk about Black Panther. Black Panther. Like, the acting. So the good. the The cinematography. The designs of the set. The costumes. Everything. Even the, the fight scenes. The fight sequences were amazing. The special effects. Fucking. The whole cast. The entire, Everybody. like... The entire cast. I can't. I'm just gonna be quiet before Shout I say too much. Shout out to Angela Bassett. Shout out to Letitia Wright, who is my new like everything. She right. is everything. That character in the movie is probably the funniest one. Yeah, she has some amazing lines that you niggas are gonna be quoting at each other for months, and I can't wait. But it's just so good. I hope that Shuri gets. A Black Panther suit in the sequel. Sure is me if I like ever paid attention in chemistry. <laughs> if I had like actually bothered to be worth a damn in science and math, then Shuri would is the person that I would have turned out to be. Like as a person who never read a Black Panther comic book and didn't know anything about it. You don't have it. to. Right. No, you don't. Have, first of all, if you're like, oh, I don't get comic books, bitch me either. Right. And the movie is still everything. It's still everything. You're going to love it. And Period. you're going to wish Wakanda was real. And you so that if white people were like, go back to Africa, you would be like, guess what, bitch? I'm on the next one smoking, I, sis. Bye. All, Africa's huge. I don't even know which country in particular my people came from. But right. if I could just get my ass up and go back, bitch, what? And I loved that also it wasn't like, it was so, so black 
in like like across the board, mm-hmm. like in every kind of whatever a black person is in your mind, yeah. just checking right off of the list. It was so authentic in that. But at the same time, it wasn't like like heavy handed and like pandering and right. extra in its blackness. There <laughs> right. were there was like maybe one one thing I just like that kind of like grates my nerves about black cinema, although I will still go out and see it if it's worth seeing. Mm-hmm. I hate when you see those movies that like they know black people come out to see it and they fill it with a bunch of like hey niggas lines. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like a whole bunch of like social <laughs> media do. references right. and a whole bunch of like all of a sudden you talking about like the Housewives of Atlanta or Love and Hip Hop or something. Like they yeah. always throw lines in there Mm -hmm. that they feel like whatever black Twitter is is gonna go up for maybe like one line maybe maybe it's not heavy handed or like overdone or anything like that it's just fantastic it gives so many layers of like the black experience and so many different points of view that it's almost like I'm just going to stop talking. It's yeah. just, it's like, there's only so much so we can say good. without giving away too much. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody because to. no one ruined it for me and it was perfect. And it's been the longest wait. So right. I'm not even, all I am going to say to y'all niggas is <laughs> go <laughs> see you have to. Black Panther. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what color your skin is. I mean, maybe we should have priority seating. But that's just my. <laughs> Right. I also don't care what color you are. Go see the movie. Just don't ask. It is just Just good. don't bother black people about the movie. <laughs> Isn't this so great for you guys? Don't you love just, finally you having excited? a movie about you? Like, bitch, just watch it. To, like, it's, you deserve just this. Just watch you it. Just, shut up. <laughs> just watch the fucking movie because we damn sh- <sighs> There's no excuses, black people. Honestly, if you don't see it by Monday, I don't know how you're going to avoid spoilers because I feel like all of Negro America will have seen this movie by the end. I don't even know what's going to like. I'm going to be fighting not to open my mouth at this show on Saturday, honestly, because oh, I'm just real. assuming most of the niggas in attendance have seen it already because what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. A couple people tweeted me like, oh, no, on Saturday at the show. I hope nobody spoils it. I'm trying to be considerate. Yeah. Because it's technically the weekend's not over. Right. The weekend is not over. And a lot of people go Sunday after church. Right. A lot. A lot. Especially us. Yes. Especially blacks. That's true. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of people planning that sort of thing. They're already saying that this is, the movie is like anticipated to rake in like over 160 million in the opening weekend alone. So. Well, I mean, mean, a large percentage of that is thanks to you. I mean, (laughs) you have done your share. I did purchase many tickets. I also, I purchased like half a row for Sunday. I'm just going to send out a group text and be like, who wants to go? Uh, me. Okay. <laughs> like, what? Well, the the Magic Johnson in Harlem, shout out to black people. By then, I will have already seen this movie three times. So, I don't right. mind going to see it with a bunch of loud ass me. Oh, I bought a ticket intentionally in at the Magic Johnson Theater for that experience. Yeah. Like, my first, first of all, again, I was lucky enough to go and see it at the screening. Right. So, most of the people there were like Marvel fans Thank or industry Thank you, Twitter, for the invite got. for the screening. Really appreciate it. Um, Charlamagne was sitting like right by me with, he had on a Black Panther the mask for an inappropriate amount of time oh my god um, <laughs> of course he did his beautiful lady was there with him I got to meet her again and I you know every time I talk to her I'd be like how do you do that is it? the that is the first thing I asked her <laughs> I think the first time I met her was that smart funny and black Amanda Seals show in Brooklyn and I was like 
So, no, hey, so nice to meet you. So, how do you do, what is, how do you do this? How do you deal with I had a conversation with, with her and I was like, but you're so lovely. Why like, are you right. married You're absolutely beautiful. You're well put together. You seem, you know, I was like, like you have your wits about you. What is it? Right. And she told me, I make sure he leaves that Charlemagne shit at the at I work. know, that's right. He doesn't bring that shit in my I house. I know, that's right. And I was like, well. You don't bring that shit in my door. Yes, amen. And then, so I'm going to see it at IPIC. I actually got another ticket, but I feel like those times overlap. So I've seen it already. So I'm going to go to iPick and get drunk and high and then watch it again. Right. And then I got tickets to go to Magic Johnson Theater because I just have to experience it opening weekend around niggas. Yeah. I would have already seen it twice. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, you're not ruining anything for me at this right, point. Right. Because I need to hear all the, I'm very glad I went to that screening because I got to hear all the lines. And right. People, people were like having a good time, but exactly. not doing the so most, much like weed. Right. Right, but the Magic Johnson Theater is showing Black Panther like every 30 minutes this week. That's <laughs> there are fucking so many right. Screenings. Absolutely. Black. There are so many screenings. Negro. <laughs> or there's so many showtimes this weekend. So just, I don't, just find $20 or whatever the, it costs in your city to go to the movies because this, this shit is everything. The only excuse that you have to not have seen this movie <laughs> this weekend is either like financial issues that I understand Right. Or there were literally none left. Mm-hmm. Like none. Or like something happened to your grandma or something. Everything like, yeah, else like, is like just like... Emergency. I don't... Right. Everything else is like, girl, I don't know what she was thinking about. Right. Because it's just... It's only so long before niggas are going to start tweeting all the good quotes and, and bootleg Instagram videos going to be going Tomorrow up. night. <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, expects that tomorrow by like a smooth 845, yes. 9, mm-hmm. that they're going to be uploading the girls. So yeah. just... <laughs> So good. It's we have really already well done. talked. Like, think about how we discuss scandal. Think about how we discuss Schmarta. Right. Think about how we discuss Beyonce. Like all of the guidelines of how not to have those things ruined for you. Right. Follow the same thing for Black Panther mm-hmm. if you so care. And I would. It is a wang dang doodle of a good motherfucking time. <laughs> it is so. It's good. just good. I'm sorry. Ryan Coogler is a fucking genius. I don't know how that man does what he does, but I've never seen a bad movie directed by Ryan Coogler. And the Ryan Coogler Michael B. Jordan combination is one that I don't I think I forever. will ever get tired of. I need it all of my life. Because, bitch, when I tell you I sat there and cried for 44 whole minutes at the end of... Fruitvale? Yes, at the end of Fruitvale, even though I, I knew what was going to happen. That's, it doesn't I matter. I cried the whole it doesn't matter. time like a little bitch. I was like, wait, but I'm still in tears. And I feel like that is like, there are like directors, writers, and people specifically that can make that happen because you did know what was going right. to happen. And, and still, obviously that wound is still a little fresh. Right. But like the ability to take the fact that we see it coming, we know what's going to happen and still make it so like moving and powerful. Yeah. It's only a couple of filmmakers that could do that type of shit. Right. There's and only I, a few and, and he's definitely one of them. And I definitely felt when they announced that he was directing, I was like, oh, I know it's a bunch of white folks, even probably over at Marvel and Disney that are like, <laughs> mm, let's see how this nigga does. Let's see it. You're going to see with right. a huge, a bunch of zeros after that dollar sign this coming week. It's everything. Also, I'm so the Dora Milaje. How am I not in that? <laughs> what? They were my favorite part. Yeah. So Denai Guerrera is Already just like somebody, like when she walked out at the Twitter, sc- Twitter screen, I was just like about to break down. Look like this? Because how is your face that fucking... How are you next to Lupita Nyong'o, who 
also has a perfect face. Yeah. And the both of you are just like equally stunning and in your own ways. And I've seen them work together before because I went and saw Eclipsed on Broadway, which mm-hmm. is Denise play and yeah. Lupita started and it is really, really good. I don't, it's not running anymore. Mm-mm. So if you didn't see it, it's just too bad for you. But Sucks. it was so, so good. And then to see them in this movie, the fact that there are four black female leads or like characters that have like real stories or whatever right, like actual depth. developed personalities right, right. and they're not all the same like they they differ in some ways and they aren't always on the same page and it's just like but still four badass black women like each and every one of them and not the stereotypical light-skinned mixed girl that everybody always chooses but just like us like oh god it's so good go see it go sterling k brown is in this shit nigga what i screamed <laughs> I didn't know if I knew that he was in it. Uh, Well, I I mean, that's, I feel like that's public information, but. I definitely didn't. I definitely didn't know he was in it. Okay. Well, hopefully that wasn't a spoiler (laughs) for you guys, but I didn't say anything else about what he does. I mean, yeah. I mean, whatever. Just go see the fucking movie. And I, I really want to be, I want to give birth to Shuri. (laughs) I just want to be that person's mother. I just, I. She's everything. The whole show could be about why I love this movie. Right. Everything about it. But we're still talking. Every fucking thing about it. Every single time Denai took that fucking spear and went clink, clink. Yes. Oh, God. All right, all right, all right. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, it really, yeah. So, Black Panther is excellence this week. Go see that shit. The Black Panther soundtrack is also excellence this week because it is pretty fucking dope as well. The All the Stars video is Black Excellence this week because I have never seen such a beautiful, sexy, amazing, colorful, perfect Black video. Um... Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and 
compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad, so they are by the people for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. I broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by, I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. Can I just say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. All right. Okay. I think I've gotten all of that out of my system. How long was that? 20 minutes? Uh, it was It was probably a good 15 of just standing for <laughs> this movie. Maybe but. only like two half spoilers. Possibly. I don't even know. I, feel I don't like think that was, so. I feel like that was spoiler free. What you said I probably just missed. And what I said was in the trailer. <laughs> right. Like it's nothing. We didn't give away anything that's going to ruin the movie for you by any stretch of no, the No, not at all. But you niggas should go see this. You should hurry up. Right. Because as you can tell, we're fighting not to. <laughs> So there's only so much we can take. <laughs> and what, trust me, like, you mad at us now because you haven't seen it. But once you see it, you're going to want to spoil it for everybody else. Just hurry up. So just go see Black Panther. <sighs> okay. Exhale. So good. So good. So also this wine is so good. Right. So I went uh, by the wine store and I got a red blend. This one's called Red Schooner. Red Wine of the World. Voyage 5. I don't know, but the label was festive, so that's why I bought it. Same. And I, I do enjoy a red wine blend. This is the section it was under, so I don't know shit else about wine, but I'm fucking this up. Yeah, it's pretty good. So feel free to give yourself a refill at any point in time if you want. All right. So this week in um, Hot Tops and the Verse Bottom Prince... Uh, I started watching the Harry Potter movies. Okay, so how far are you? I got through the third one. I got through Prisoner of Azkaban before I decided I did not need to see any more Harry Potter movies. They are awful. (laughs) I understand as children, they would have been dope, but Uh I'm an adult and they're not good. (laughs) So I'm perfectly content with sticking with the books. I think you should keep going. They remix so much shit in Prisoner of Azkaban. I, I mean, got upset. No, I got upset. Book. That's I just got it upset. No, it's, it's too every much. Film. No, it's too much. And the things they should have gone in details about, like the whole Marauders map thing. How do you talk about the map and then not talk about the niggas who developed the map? Like that I is mean, such a huge part of the story. And they were like, it's just some fun map we found. Like, bitch, what? No, like you have to get into it. And Harry only went. By the time, here's the thing. Sam, first getting of all, upset. By the time. <laughs> I'm like the fil- you like just read all of the books right. and now you're watching the films like but first of all I mean they're all of those things were still fresh in our minds yeah. at the time but by the time the third Harry Potter movie <laughs> came out I want to say there were at least like five six books I don't know yeah, but like we had like so. 
beasted through those books <laughs> long before maybe even the first one. Yeah. So by that time, it was just exciting to see the movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas now you're like fully analyzing everything. <laughs> um, well, and I did. I just finished reading them like a couple months ago. So maybe it's just like I really enjoyed this whole story. And it's too fresh for me to turn around and watch some movies that are just like. And yeah, we also were children. Like, right. I mean, you were, and, and I can definitely see why kids would have been like, bitch, what? But as an adult watching these movies and having just finished the books, which were so excellent, it was like, I need to just not. Somebody said, come back in like a year when you've forgotten all the details. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Because the fourth movie is where like shit really hits the fan. I mean, you know why. Of course, I do know know why. But it's just like the fact that y'all did that to Prisoner of Azkaban was just so, uh, uh, I did not care for it. I really didn't. So, Prison of Azkaban is probably that's rate my faves. Like, how is the movie so long, but yet you leave out so many of the things that are important? Because the books are much, much longer. But like, I just feel like the movies don't really. Tra- First of all, Peeves is not in the movies at all, which is insane. <laughs> That is insane. How is Peeves not in the movies? You can say this with any book that has become a <laughs> they movie. They downplay the Every whole house one. elf thing. It's like like Dobby is the only house elf, but they really, the whole slavery thing and Hermione being like, fuck y'all and all that, that's really they only not have, addressed. The way that you consume literature is completely different than the way that you She had her little rewind charm and they still never really talked about all the times they saw Hermione and she was like exhausted or they were like, bitch, where are you? Like, how are you everywhere and nowhere? You realize that if they were to take a lot of the things that anybody could deem like this is super important to the overall thing, you would be in the theater watching a movie for like, seven hours which is why it doesn't need to be a movie somebody tweeted me and was like Harry Potter should have been like a 10 it should have been a series on HBO where every book got 10 episodes oh girl calm down no I agree I agree no because you need to pay homage to how good the fucking books are and how good the overall story is no and these little fast churned out 160 minute movies are not doing it especially when y'all decide to rewrite the whole fucking story and make shit end in a way it didn't end in the first place no you bring that up and you take that and pitch that to HBO in a crisp 15 years or whatever after the Fantastic Beasts well not now movies are coming (laughs) but I mean like like originally that's what it should have been like it should have been from the very beginning no the girls were not doing that back then and it would have been completely different Uh, but I feel no I think JK knew what she was doing she let Warner Brothers or whoever it is I mean she definitely secured the bag I'm not mad at that at all and if it weren't for that I couldn't take my ass to Orlando and actually go into the fucking uh, school and ride around on fake brooms and shit and and, and, and go and have butterbeer and go to like Gringotts and shit like that because movie magic and Hollywood coins is what made all of that happen so fuck that but it's just too much it's just too much that they change when they reboot Harry Potter and you know one time you know God willing I make it to my 70s or whatever and they reboot Harry Potter that is a great idea well anyway I got through Prisoner of Azkaban and decided I didn't need to sit through no more of that your loss is it I don't feel I do not feel like it is Mm. because it was a struggle sitting through them first they get a lot better you know that's the lie I kept hearing <laughs> when I finished How the do you first know it's one, people watch that because when I finished the first one, people were like, "Oh no, it gets better." And then I finished the second one, they were like, "No, seriously, it gets better." And Did they, they tell were, you when? They were like, 
Prisoner of Azkaban is where things start to turn because it gets a little darker and it's not just like a little kid movie no more. It they does get a little bit darker. Too much okay. shit. All right. I'm going to have to just forget about the books and then come back and watch the movies one day because fuck that. Speaking of reboots, um, y'all no are still more. talking to me about Martin because um, first people were throwing shade at Carl Payne who plays Cole because he was not at the forgiveness lunch or brunch or whatever they did with Tisha Campbell and, and Tashina. Oh, yeah. He wasn't at that. Um, so it was like, oh, how come Cole went there? As if everybody knows everything about everybody. And... <laughs> um. At one point, I believe Carl said that he was down to do a reboot and something like it's about time or it should have happened or something like that. Anyway, Martin recently posted on his Instagram a photo Aww. with Carl that said hanging out with my man Cole. So this all now seems like an effort to keep this whole reboot discussion going. going right. It probably helps whoever they're pitching it to if they're pitching, which I can't imagine they're not because mm-hmm. otherwise, why are they even talking about it? Right. Um. No, no. I'm still very much against it. No, (laughs) no. And I'm tired of every fucking thing being, I'm tired of like the success of a few reboots having everybody in Hollywood be like, let's reboot every fucking thing that was ever on air. I can't even imagine, because how many reboots have been success? Well, you know what? I take it back. Plenty of reboots have been successful in Mm -hmm. that they make people money. Right. Because we will go out just off of the strength of the classic that we watched and loved. Nostalgia, like I said. They're selling nostalgia. Mm -hmm. We buying it. So it doesn't even really matter if it's good or not unless we are spending our money on it. Because y'all are watching Fuller House. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Buff has showed up in full effect. (laughs) Love You was in my mansions. Loads of other niggas was in my mansions. Oh my like, God, the yes. kids are so cute. Watch it. Like, have a blast. I can't do I cannot. it. I cannot. I'm sorry, you guys. I cannot. It's just not. One person, though, was very convincing in telling me uh, that uh, they've been, like, I guess they've been sneaking little notes of, like, oh, yeah, homosexuality or something. <laughs> Like, I don't maybe Polygamy, husband lives with a nigga and they're not together. Like, a little, like, you know, subtle hints of, like, gay shit. Something Candace Cameron will still approve of because you know how she is. But, like, apparently it's, like, completely going over her head (laughs) or whatever. Every time I see her doing them tuna fish packet commercials, I'll be like... (laughs) I've never seen a Candace Cameron tuna commercial. Oh, she's it's she's like on a fake set, and the tuna fish is like, "You didn't have lunch." And she's like, "Thanks, Charlie," because he gives her a packet of flavored tuna, <laughs> and that's the commercial. Now she's ready to go on set because she's had a nice light lunch. Candace Cameron seems like the type of woman who like walk around with their toddlers and them leashes on. That like the leashes are like a little tiger or something. Yes, but at the same time, if I had a toddler, I might want to leash that nigga up. Because you never know with toddlers, man. I'm not saying I would, because for so long I have looked at them leashes like, for real, we can't do nothing else with these kids. Is there, is there, what are, there has to be like an alternative. But toddlers ain't shit. No, man. I know that. And they just decide, I'll never forget when me and Jade took Noah and her little friend to the zoo a couple years ago yeah. and it was three adults and two people under five and we were tired like yeah. because toddlers just decide to take off running yeah and they don't look to see if anybody is coming they don't give a fuck right so I can kind of see the appeal of wanting something where you could just yank that nigga back real quick and be like where the fuck are you going <laughs> I guess 
guess you got to know your kid and know what you can and cannot put up with. But for a long time, especially when they first came out, them leashes, I feel like niggas laughed at those hard. Openly in your face. <laughs> like, damn, white woman, you can't even control your baby. I'm laughing and pointing. <laughs> like, I don't care. But kids are a lot. If I was a single mom, especially, I think I would. Have no, that's leash. totally I true. I don't think I would. Cause that is true. I can't be having my baby get hurt because kids are fucking nuts. Um. So good luck to whoever we was talking about. I don't yeah, I don't remember. Oh, no more fucking reboots. Please. Oh yeah. Let's hire new just... people to write new shows. And on top, like with what we were saying, mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be safer to just make a Martin movie? Although I don't really want to see that either. But if you're going to do it, just one and done it. And then like we would just spend our money to see if it's good. And if it's not, you still have our money. Like, wouldn't it be different if you try and make it a show again? Because then like, are you are you are y'all really going into the writer's room planning to write something that can last beyond one season? Like, Like, who's going to write the who's going to be writing? You can't possibly have the same writer's room you had in the 90s because things are not the same. Social media and Internet and smartphones and all that shit was nothing like it is now. Like everything is different. And so many of those shows and those storylines and stuff depends on the fact that technology was not where it is now. And the 90s, especially for black culture, was so fucking fire that right. like, there's something charming. It, it I feel like it ages well in the sense that there's just something like charming and fun and nostalgic, obviously, right. of watching these old episodes and they're talking about, you know, page me or, <laughs> or like shit that doesn't even like, right. like college kids don't even know what a pager is. Mm-hmm. So I just, it does, it, it doesn't happen. It doesn't yeah. need to happen. And I really hope that they understand that and respect that. If anything, mm-hmm. rather than rebooting, people need to start getting into what's called a spiritual successor. <laughs> like, Okay, you sound like Yanla now. Okay, that was rude. <laughs> like, Yanla is a comedic genius, so I should say thank you, but... Well, we weren't saying it from that perspective, not, so I'm not taking it as a compliment. It uh, um, I would just like to see more original stuff because there are so many people out here writing dope new things. Well, hear me out. What I'm saying, like, when I say spiritual successor, I'm saying, like, it would, instead of, like, trying to recreate Martin, have Martin and even Tisha, Carl, Tashina, everybody, you've, you know, that you want to bring into the, have y'all come in and make something entirely different that has like the spirit and essence that Martin, that made Martin fun and funny and okay. adapt. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing that's related to Martin at all. Maybe throughout the show at some point, you like Shanae randomly makes a cameo and it's like, oh, well, maybe this exists in the same like sort of like. You mean like when Bill Cosby and Felicia Rashad had another show? Remember that other show? Yeah, I do remember. But like I'm saying they don't even need to be in it is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm saying like make something that is maybe Martin-esque or has like the tone and all of the fun of Martin that's completely different. That way you're not jeopardizing what makes Martin dope and you're not taking a risk. Like you're just being like the people who made Martin, that show that you love, they're about to make some new dope shit. You should watch it. Because like for what? I like that. Kind of like how... uh, 
Zendaya on her TV show on Disney Channel. Dwayne, that Casey undercover show? Yeah, but the... So what I'm getting at is that <laughs> Dwayne Wayne played her daddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And every yeah, now yeah. and then they would put in little throwbacks yeah. and references mm-hmm. to a different world. Yeah. And one, and, and one episode, what's her name... Uh, Jasmine Guy came yeah. on too and they did a whole little yeah. back and forth between the two of them and it was like white people absolutely do not understand what's going on black people are standing <laughs> right now <laughs> right so right. maybe something like that that's what I'm saying like even if Martin and them were in it like I kind of feel like it shouldn't even take on like the life or look of Martin they could be involved and have cameo appearances not the or same like, set I don't want none Shemaine of that across the hall none of that <laughs> just make something that's kind of like oh this makes me feel the way that Martin did or I'm laughing like I did or like the, some of the jokes are reminiscent of rather right. than you trying to take that same show and make it hot again don't right. do it it's not because at this point work. these characters are in their early to mid 40s maybe late 40s and it's like you can't just give the same jokes to people who are at that stage in life like they need to the show needs to grow up along with those people so if you were gonna reboot Martin it needs to be like a, a mid 40s Martin like niggas Shit is different now, you know, but it's not it's not going to be that way. That much thought is not going to be put into it. I feel like I just want to avoid altogether. Lena Waithe is doing great things with television. I just feel like we should let her write more and let her do it. She's got a show picked up from TV. I'm very excited. Yes. Twenties. So, yeah, that's a lot of queer women and woman and her straight friends, which, okay, that's me. I have a lot of straight (laughs) female friends for whatever reason. Yeah, look up with the Lena's of the world and the Ava's and the Donald's. I mean, there's just so many. (sighs) Donald Glover. (laughs) Just link up with them and be like, hey, let's create some dope shit or whatever. Instead of just trying to take the old thing that you did because more... Often than not, all y'all do is say, hey, I got kids now and being a parent is weird and hard. Right. And y'all going to be rebooting everything. Next, they're going to reboot Homeboys in Outer Space. And then where will we be? Then where will we be? <laughs> <laughs> Don't even give them niggas no ideas. What are you talking about? Like, stop. You know they're going to bring back Tales from the Crib. Uh, you know, I thought about that after last week's episode. I did and not I was like, know that. Oh, no. No, I'm not confirming. I didn't no, announce it. No, now it's it. definitely going to happen. But I just, I feel, after I left in my spirit, I could feel... <laughs> Tales in the Crypt is coming back. Only this time I won't be scared of that bald-headed ass nigga. Oh, okay. Right. Now I'm grown. So I can have some wine and just go to bed. Even though he is still just hideous. I mean, like, I think the fact that he didn't have no edges and his hair was real thin like and everything he, made it worse. Didn't like, have no oh teeth. No nose. Alopecia too, bitch. Just killing things and people. Oh, no. so yeah. Anyway. So, okay. Let's move on to Escape. Um, who has <laughs> changed their name. Escape. <laughs> See it, I think of Finding Nemo and Escape. <laughs> Escape. Oh, man. Um, what a mess. So they actually have changed their name. Yeah, I know. I was completely joking, like halfway, when I said that they should change their name to Leave. But they, you know, Escape, Leave, it's like the same thing. No, but, bitch, I know what you're saying. I'm just done with you. Um... So, basically, it's the same name, pronounced the same, I guess. Instead of an E at the end, it's a three. <laughs> Which, yeah, I figured they would do something like sure. that. Sure. So, whatever. I don't know why I didn't see this exact thing coming. Good like, luck without candy is all I got. That's all I got. I mean, I, good luck with candy. I, I just, I... Right. Respect, I'm tired of reboot culture. I respect what they've done for the culture. I almost feel like Martin, how I feel about Martin, except I actually enjoyed Martin. Right. Oh, no. I've really enjoyed Escape's earlier albums and work. I can't say album. 
I can say I've, I've really? enjoyed a lot of it escapes. It ain't no escape albums that you like? I don't think that I've ever, like, like played a full escape album and been like, ooh, I love this album. Oh, they have loads no. of individual records I like. But I would have never gone to an escape concert on purpose just because I don't care. Well, like, I would have never gone to an escape concert because I wasn't allowed to go to secular concerts. <laughs> no, I mean, up. like, when, like, on this reunion tour. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, even though I really appreciate them doing, like, I'm sure they're doing all the hits and everything. Yeah. I still would not want to watch something that didn't include all four of the original members like that is gonna be a no for me yeah though that's definitely gonna be a no and like the two maybe three songs they put out as just three of them so far i didn't like any of them um i can't believe you didn't like off the hook off the hook when we would go back to louisiana to visit my family that we left when we moved to oklahoma and all that my ratchet ass louisiana cousins would let me do all the things my mama wouldn't let me do in oklahoma and one of the things was listening to off the hook and so i just feel like that album is so important to me because it came out when i was like an adolescent and like trying to be grown you know what then it's maybe i wouldn't even say it's a who can i run to I like that song. I'm just saying. There are escape songs I like. I can't say that there's like a full body of escape that I'm just <laughs> like, I love this album, even yeah. the majority of it. Okay. I think it's more of an I- ignorance, though, than a disliking them. I mean, maybe you were just a little too young to I be, think that's Yeah, I mean, right. Because I was just like, I feel like on the cusp. Because they were definitely making grown folks music, mm-hmm. again, that Connie would have never let me listen to. <laughs> I think like my first girl group like that I fan for was probably TLC and then Mine Destiny's was Child. Too. Well, no, the first girl group that I was ever just like, wow, what is this was in vogue. Yeah. Me. Well, well, maybe not so much in vogue as it was that one song. That, I, uh, how does it, how does it feel? No, that's not it. What was it called? <laughs> I don't know which song. It was a about. huge song. Oh, but they had a lot of good ones. Don't let go. Don't let free go. Your mind. And my loving. That's what it was. Oh, never gonna get it. Never gonna get oh, it. Oh yeah. Me and my little friends would sit up in my room and <laughs> try to recreate this. I think the first Oh wow. The first in vogue song that stood out to me was definitely Don't Let Go. But I heard that one, I think. I've heard all of the music. Like, right. the music was always playing in my house, in a car, or whatever. Like, the standout record for me was Don't Let Go in that video with, I want to say, Makai Pfeiffer in it. Yeah, because it was off of that one movie, right? Sofa? Yeah, I want to say so. I want to say that. So for a long weird. time in the 90s, so much good-ass music was released with <sighs> soundtracks. And so they I was put, just talking about this. They would put videos yes. from the movie yes. in the official video. Yes. And it was everything. Yes. Why niggas don't do that no more? I, I was just <laughs> talking about this. I was just talking about this. Like, the sound soundtracks, especially for black movies in the 90s, yes. you've got Soul Food, Everything. you've got Sister Act, yes. you've got um, The Preacher's Wife, <laughs> you have Waiting to Exhale. Like, these soundtracks... Yeah. It is Don't Let Go. And it's scenes from Set It Off. Oh, fuck! Sorry, black off. people. yes. Damn it. Makai Fiverr is in the video, though, because he's sneaking around pretending to yes. be everybody's boyfriend mm-hmm. in, in, in Vogue. Yeah. Uh, you young niggas don't know the set off soundtrack that. was lit too. It was, bitch, and the um, I'm so mad I can't remember the Whitney Houston movie. Waiting this fucking wine, yes. <laughs> don't know why that escaped me right there. Yeah, but the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack, it just changed my life. My grandmother, maternal grandmother, would play 
the waiting to exhale soundtrack <laughs> in her car every time I got in it. Yes. Like, which I imagine she just played it all of the time. But every time <laughs> I was in her car, yes. whether she was picking me up from school or whatever, we were listening to the waiting to exhale soundtrack. That's real. Every She's a real one. thing. That's for, for how, whatever reason, escape escaped me. Brandy and sitting up in my room. But Brandy spoke to me so much as a youth like that. I just remember this time, like this mm. music and everything being just so music important. Is so different now. I've read Waiting to Exhale on one of them family trips back to Louisiana, like two years before it came out. Mm. And when it came out, my mom and her friends were going, I was like, girl, OK, well, let me know how it is. Right. <laughs> I already read the book. And she was like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, your little ass. It's how could just, you possibly- ugh. It was just like this I don't want to say golden age because then I really sound old. Ugh. But it, it was an era. It was it was an era mm-hmm. where you could just enjoy things, but <laughs> you had to be present for the things. Like the, the yes. internet was not you. It, nothing yeah. was on demand, bitch. I used to sit up That's and play tape songs off the radio. I don't remember who said that to me the first the first time, but we've been living in the on demand era for like a while now. Yeah, people want we don't have to wait for nothing. It's convenient to them, and it works in a lot of ways. But there was something right. special about having to be present in that moment. Like, even when, like, Michael Jackson and motherfuckers would have music videos that would yes. premiere on TV when at a certain Scream time. When premiered? That you had to be watching event. TV to see it. Everybody I know can remember where they were when Scream came, when right. Scream came out. Because my auntie was a Michael Jackson stand. And again, we were in Louisiana. What the fuck? Right. We were in Louisiana when it came out. And she was like, everybody shut the fuck Everybody's up. Right. <laughs> Everybody shut your mouth. Because it's time for my video. And like all day long, we had the TV on that one channel. I think it was MTV. And all day long, she was just waiting for that video to come on. And you just don't have to do that no more. But I remember when TiVo was a big deal. (laughs) When niggas was like, you can rewind. You can fast forward through commercials. And now on demand and DVR is like standard in every cable package. It's like almost if you don't have it, like why not? Right. And a whole (laughs) lot of people just don't have cable because you can watch everything on Hulu. I don't even know why I still have cable <laughs> I ask myself this like once a week I have cable for DVR and on demand honestly like to be able to see what any fucking thing I want to HBO and all that shit I can I see was it just like, all if ever there is for whatever reason I want to watch something live I just I guess yeah. but like there is absolutely even with like Hulu mm-hmm. most of the shows I watch will be on Hulu in a couple hours after they, they air it right. they go stick it up there on like, right. Hulu like 3, be, 4, 5 in the end Hulu has so many same season shows that just air like like, like a long, on Hulu right. the next the night the very next morning it's insane so yeah yeah I don't it's know it's just too many ways to keep up with what's going on now whereas before if you missed your show bitch guess what you have to wait till the summer when they air reruns cause you're never seeing it again or ask somebody. <laughs> you have to ask somebody what happened. Everybody at school talking about the next thing. You'd be like, oh. Live it. Hmm. Well, good luck to Escape. And, um. Wow. Here we go again. Way off track. <laughs> I think that they fired Vince. Uh, they just signed with CAA. Okay. Good for them. Um. CAA, bad bitches. Lincoln. I don't know what what that but either way you know god bless I mean, them agents and, and, and then representation and all that yeah that's great tiny seems like a lovely you know like a very nice person so i wish she does the best them eyes are still what they are but tiny seems like a behind them person. is a, a soul that she means it rich. you know yeah she means it um puffy recently ex- i don't know why it's like, like i'm allergic to diddy 
Like, did I never liked Diddy? Even of when it was all P. his Diddy, names, right? I've never like Diddy. It, just sounds ridiculous. Not that Puffy just sounds super like, but I've Puffy always Puffy is what I call him or I, Puff or Puff. Yeah. Anyway, um, he was on Ellen recently, where I guess she asked him about his uh, knack for cropping niggas out of his photographs on Instagram, <laughs> and <laughs> this was everything. He says, sometimes my photography editor, he doesn't let me know when he's taking people out of the pictures. There were people taken away that didn't deserve to be taken away, and I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> this young kid that works for me, he wanted a picture of Jay-Z, Nas, and Kendrick. So he used his social technology skills. That's not social. <laughs> that's app. And that's what he did. Then my friends haven't been talking to me for like two weeks. I don't believe none of this. I uh, think that Diddy right. is just being rich and having fun like Mariah. Diddy definitely sent that picture alone and that nigga knew what to do. And then he sent it back to Diddy and then Diddy posted it. Like I know that there are famous people on, who sir. have like photographers, editors, interns, assistants or whatever that post stuff to their Instagram or whatever. Like Beyonce is not the person who's posting every single one of those photos. Like I think she is. Like I don't know if Beyonce is if posts every photo. I'm sure she posts most of I them. I think she only because the nigga who does her website who is actually not black at all so I'm sorry I called you a nigga but he's white. <laughs> but anyway the white man who does her website said that she personally goes through like all of that stuff. Now, whether she's uploading it to the website, I doubt. But her own personal Instagram account, I think she is. I think she's posting that stuff and then just logging off and not giving a fuck what we say. It's possible. It's possible. But I know that people do have, like, assistants and stuff that do that stuff for them. Right, definitely. I just have a hard time believing that somebody who was employed for Puff is cropping whole-ass niggas. <laughs> like, very rich celebrity niggas mm-hmm. that also happen to be your boss's friend right out of your photos that are going on your Instagram page without your approval exactly multiple times over the span of years right like I just and him just be like oh haha you know my social guy he he just he wanted a picture with those three so that's what he did and I just posted it ha 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 sure nigga <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. And yeah. so you weren't like so you didn't you didn't see the before and afters of this? Like you had no idea who else was in the picture. Just be honest. Them niggas didn't fit your aesthetics. <laughs> it wasn't what you were going for. It wasn't for. the look you were going for. And it's fine. And you did what you had to do. People do this all the having a highly curated Instagram is very common. Yeah. And you are puffy. You have so much money. Cassie's beautiful. Y'all can coordinate all day and do whatever the fuck you want to do on your Instagram. It's a lovely thing. Will Smith, my favorite follow on Instagram. I love it. The man just makes me happy. Haven't been disappointed yet. Just seeing him being old and singing off key on Instagram does it. It does a lot for my spirit. And mocking his son, who loves it. (laughs) I the whole like dynamic between Will Smith and his kids and the fact that everybody was you know making fun of them for being you know rich weirdos or whatever which is true but the fact that they all seem to just like really love and enjoy being around each other regardless I think it's like I don't know like parenting goals or whatever like that's really what you want with your kids for them to feel like yes I did something great and now my daddy is making fun of me in a loving way because that's just the nigga that he is right so but anyway Puffy K tell me that he didn't know good and damn well what's happening with them pictures before he uploaded them. No, nigga. That is not. So really? So some 20-something year old just is in charge of your Instagram? I don't believe that. 
niggas that rich have like the ability to say things like that knowing that we don't believe them and it doesn't matter because I'm just gonna say what I want I'm like what right. and who's really what? gonna press him about that certainly not Ellen which might be why you went on Ellen cause what is Ellen gonna be <laughs> Ellen is not gonna argue Ellen just turned 60 she don't wanna Ellen is everybody's body. nice Ozzy White Dyke and she is not finna be getting it I'm not interested she's the most non-threatening person on TV so you can say whatever you want to on her show um, let's see here. Maybe I'll save this for Saturday. It's dumb enough. Okay. Uh, so speaking of Instagram, Kanye West joined Instagram today, I guess. Oh no, what? Um, let's see. And I'm trying to see how long ago this was because on the ride over here, I that's what I noticed. And his first post was like three hours from then. So let's say, yes, this was five hours ago <sighs> that he joined Instagram. And all day long, first thing he posted was happy Valentine's Day, babe. Yeah, I see it. Then, since then, he's been posting, like, old photographs of celebrity couples, many of which are no longer even happening. Like, yeah, they're right. Like, these people like aren't Like Madonna even, and Sean Penn. Like, Madonna and Sean Penn. Like, Tyra Banks and fucking Seal. Carmen Electra and Dennis Rodman. He's got Pamela Anderson on here with Kate Tommy Moss Lee. and Johnny Depp. And Pamela on here with Brett Michaels. He's got, like... Like, but like Johnny Depp is accused of beating that woman. Why did you post this? Because he's not here. He's not even thinking. Jennifer Anderson is on here with Brad, uh, Rose McGowan, and Marilyn Manson. Like, I'm not... I guess it's, like, in the theme of... Of celebrity couples, this is probably something that he and his wife, I don't know, whatever. There's just, very few black couples on, like Barack and Michelle. I wasn't going to say nothing. I but. mean, but no, it's overwhelmingly a bunch of celebrity, like yeah. it's it's celebrity white people overwhelming. There's Diddy and J-Lo, which, yes, iconic, but. And then there's like Dennis Rodman twice and then the Obamas. Aaliyah and Tupac, which, okay, <laughs> so we're just doing that. Right. And the Obamas, which, of course, you had to. But overwhelmingly, it's just a bunch of white. I feel like he just told his wife, like, hey, like, like we're this. one of, we're, we're classic, like, these photographs. Right. And, and I love the way that Denim brings one up the One following. Of course, the one skin. person he's following is Kim. Okay. Well, that's fine. I don't give a shit. <sighs> Happy Valentine's Day. Kanye and Kim Kardashian West. That is... I'm going to assume the wine that allows you to do that because they weren't getting it for me. And that's no shade. I don't even care about it. Well, them. I'm being nice. Like, <laughs> I love that we didn't ask to reschedule tape it tonight or anything because we were just like, Valentine's Day? Who cares? Like, what? I'm not thinking about Valentine's Day. I mean, I'm going to go home and make that steak that's in my icebox. Oh, yeah. Porterhouse waiting on me right now. I'm going to cook the shit out of that. And have me a little side salad to go with it. Have some wine, smoke a little weed, and go to bed. It's <sighs> just dumb, right? Just and it's not even I don't like it. before y'all start. Like I'm not even like the Grinch. Yeah, that no, I'm stole, not. I'm not like bitter. You know, like, oh, how dare you, niggas? Love even when I'm dating or in a relationship, I'm not interested in right. Valentine's Day. Like I've just never been. Obviously, I don't think there's anything wrong with y'all going out and getting mm-hmm. your brown bread and and your chocolates and bears. <laughs> the brown and stuff. bread is good. It's phenomenal. I just don't like the whole idea of like. It just feels like. Like, there's this obligation to be romantic. And I don't want mm-hmm. anybody to be romantic towards me because they feel obligated. Just the same way I'm not going to be a romantic right. towards you because it's just Valentine's Day. Right. Like, it's just a day that of things you should be doing all the time anyway. Or, you know, throughout right. your relationship. It's just an expression. I mean, I get, like, wanting to participate, but... 
if this is like the only day somebody ever shows you how much they appreciate and love you, then something is really fucked up in your relationship because that it should not be that way. And even last year when I was in a relationship, I remember just going to that nigga's house and eating dinner and then we just felt That is my, I was lit, that was coming directly (laughs) from my mouth next. Like that's all like an amazing, perfect Valentine's Day for me Mm -hmm. is dick before food. Well, yeah, for your people. And then whatever is on like a Grubhub or whatever mm-hmm. in a crisp, entertaining movie. Yeah, we... At home. Yeah, my ex like cooked dinner or whatever and we sat down and ate and watched a movie I had never seen before and went to sleep because everybody had to go to work in the morning. <laughs> and it was so fun! Happy Valentine's Day to us. Yeah, I got some that's flowers and some candy and shit and that's enough. Like... For me, it doesn't have to be like some big over the top extra production or whatever. Like it just is a day. But I was cracking up seeing all the delivery people around the city today with like a whole ass carton full of the exact same gift just addressed to different people. Just like 26 of the same balloon and the same flower. And it's just going to every apartment. Like. I understand you niggas logged on a 1-800-Flowers or whatever and was like, right. I don't know what to do. Well, good. You know, better than not doing nothing. There are people better who... Better than nothing when you know she wants something. Exactly. I was going right. to say, there are people who like really, you know, go up for Valentine's Day and I think that there's nothing wrong with that. And if you mm-hmm. know that the person you with is one of those people, then it's definitely better than not doing shit. Right. Don't unless, piss them off. <laughs> unless you've made it clear to them. I know you go up for that Valentine's Day shit, but I'm letting you know right now, don't expect nothing from me. If my you mama, want to break up about it, then let's have a discussion. My mama got me a stuffed bear. She said I can get it when I come home. <laughs> she didn't even mail it. She took a picture and texted it to me. <laughs> Wait, she got you a stuffed bear for what? For Valentine's Day. She always gives me something. Usually it's like $10 in a card. <laughs> Like she does for my birthday. But every year for Valentine's Day, my mama has gotten me like some little something. And she got me this little stuff. Bear was like, you can have it when you decide to come back to Oklahoma. And not a day before. Your mother is. She's over my shit. She's like, so you are still living up north. What? This is crazy. Yeah. All right. So we're doing that. But your parents didn't give you little gifts on Valentine's Day. No. I always got chocolate or a bear or something from my parents on Valentine's Day. They were like... <laughs> Leave me alone. Filling us full of sugar at school all day long anyway. So our parents were like, no. no. I don't care. I'm not giving you anything else. We were eating all of that. Oh my God. Candy's 50% off tomorrow. Oh, I can't Fuck. wait, bitch. All right. What am I going to do with my life? I'm just waiting on them Lent truffles, nigga. That's actually what I do love they about... They so fucking That's what I love about Valentine's good. Day. Them lit travels, nigga. The most positive thing I can take away from Valentine's Day is that the very next day, candy is 50% off pretty much anywhere they sell candy. And I'm going in there getting ready because I'm going to Black Panther. Ready. <laughs> Fuck around me. I be eating chocolate hearts in like April, May, June. You could be like, bitch, are you still eating chocolate yeah, hearts? I <laughs> come September like this has been in my freezer actually, right, bitch. It's delicious. Yes, still it fresh. sure has. Um. All right. So, good luck to Insta Kanye and. Why can't we stay on topic? We just have one more. Okay. Okay. I skipped a bunch. I'm ready. Um. Or should we just? Yeah. No. Let's. Okay. Well, I mean, it has been forever that we've been in here, but still. Chris Brown recently tweeted the following. He said, "Just thinking, a crazy world tour." (laughs) You got. You gotta skip this. 
<laughs> a crazy world tour would Beyonce, Rihanna, Bruno Mars, Chris Brown. Two for two. I guess that's what the name is supposed to be. No. Sorry. Even though no, it's, that's not that's, what... No, that's not it. It doesn't even... Okay. And if y'all decide to do it without me, give me 10%. Here's the thing. Nobody's going to decide to do it without you, with you, no. together. <laughs> it's not. Because you named three headliners and yourself. All right. Well, that was bad enough. I was going to leave that Not alone. to say that Chris Brown can't headline a show, but if you are talking about a show with Chris Brown, Rihanna, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce, Chris Brown is definitely the nigga going on first. Just being honest. Okay, well, that's true. And we I agree all that. know that. I agree with that. But Beyonce, Bruno Mars, and Rihanna can sell out world tours without bringing nobody fucking else on stage. So why, when I saw that tweet, I was just like, Chris Brown is on some good shit. Because... Not only does it not make sense for the four of you to go on tour, especially considering your history with Rihanna, it doesn't make sense for any of you to team up with the other four tour because all of you can sell a tour on your own. Like, why? Why the fuck would anybody ever like I just can't even get my mind around a Beyonce Bruno Mars Rihanna tour because that's. What? Like, those are people who you go buy tickets for individually. This is right. not some up-and-coming artist who needs the open for somebody else. First of all, out of the four of them, there's really only one of them that would get me to go to watch their concert. Honestly, truly. And that's just... Y'all I mean, know I'm not going to nobody's show, but... Well, that's a lie. I know. I will go to Bruno's, Yeah, but, you was getting ready to lie. But you right, because I definitely don't... He don't already said 24 Magic... 24 Carry Magic is coming back, and I'm going. But Good. Beyonce is my highest priority. She's had them braids in for too long. I know what that bitch is up to. She's mm-hmm. not sneaky. Right. And she's not low. Right. So whatever she about to do, I'm ready for her black ass. Like, it's just... Them braids been in for too long. Yeah. Y'all got to start paying attention to the signs because they everywhere. Work yeah, with Chris. They are. And like I was saying, Chris Brown, nobody is going. <laughs> Sir, you have a great amount of success and a great amount of talent. He does. Yeah. Chris Brown has those things. Yeah. He is very talented. What I want to see from Chris Brown is less of him comparing himself to other artists and more of him focusing on his own craft. Because where I feel like Chris Brown is starting to fuck up is that he's not growing with his audience. Your okay. audience is not a bunch of 16, 17-year-old kids out here wilding them and all this other shit no more. Like, they're parents, and they work nine to five. Like you are, right. Right, like you are. And at some point, every artist has to say, okay, it's time for me to evolve in whatever way. And I feel like Chris Brown hasn't gotten to that let me grow the fuck up with my music yet. Mm. Like, of course, he's made songs about royalty rain or whatever her name is wow and i'm sure she's no it's everything she's so great yeah, and she all is. that but even the album named after her was a bunch of sex shit that was weird like the <laughs> like the title track like so i feel like chris brown's audience is waiting on his, his music to grow up with them the way beyonce's deal with us because there's a definite mark between when beyonce was managed by matthew and when she wasn't you know what he needs he needs like God, I'm I'm so sorry for making this comparison, but he needs like an anti. Like he needs I feel like Chris Brown needs an album that is like a uh 
a, like a vacation from the usual for him. You know what right? I'm saying? I think he needs to strip back a lot of the stuff that he was doing. There was no way I was going to listen to that double disc 45 long, whatever. I still haven't. You got I'm me just, fucked up. I can't do it. Um, I'm too old. I think that he is a, a great performer. I think that he's got loads and loads of talent. And I feel like if for whatever reason I happen to be at a Chris Brown show because I'm not going out of my way on purpose to go to a Chris Brown show, that's no shade. But I do believe that if I ever was at a Chris Brown show, I would be entertained at mm-hmm. least for a good portion of it. I mean, do right. I think that I that means he should be on a tour alongside of Beyonce? We can stop there. No. <laughs> do I feel like you know? Do I feel like he should be alongside a Bruno Mars? Probably not. Definitely not the same audience. Definitely two different kinds of shows. Both got great audience. Audiences, loyal fans, you know, as far as I know, mm-hmm. both super talented, could put on a great show. Doesn't make sense to me together. Yeah. Should he be performing alongside of a Rihanna? Clearly, let's just stop. The fuck? Let's just not. Not. Right. So, like, Clearly this whole. Not. And again, even like you saying, like, taking Chris Brown out of the equation, I don't want to see the rest of them together. Like, it doesn't make sense. For there what? are three distinct audience, three distinct artists who have like overlapping audiences, but still, like, there's the bitches who will stay up waiting on Beyonce tickets to go on sale, and that's not the same bitch who's staying up waiting on Bruno Mars tickets to go on sale. Even when when Jay when when Beyonce went on tour with Jay Z, like the on the run tour, yeah. I remember before that I was like, well, I guess I'm gonna get my life to like a smooth sixty <laughs> percent, like because I expected, and I love a lot of Jay Z music. I enjoyed music. the Jay Z part, but I, it was like, when I showed up. I was surprised and I was glad that like I enjoyed the whole thing. All Jay-Z's sets, every part, like I enjoyed the whole thing. But he didn't stay out too long. Right. Thankfully. He knew knew what was going down. We are here, especially all these gays and girls. We are here to see your wife. And even for a lot of the performances that he was doing, she was right there dancing too Mm -hmm. so we could listen to the music (laughs) but focus (laughs) on her giving us life. You know what I'm saying? So it was wonderfully balanced out. It made sense. They're married. Like that made perfect sense this (laughs) this doesn't make sense everybody's like what strain of coke are there strains of coke what are you doing (laughs) i don't i'm sure there are different types um but it make no sense i don't okay all right niggas were flaming chris like like outside of like Chris Brown's fans and a couple of people that were just trying to be as fair as possible like niggas were like now how like I saw niggas like refusing to give him (laughs) half a point for his talent like the answer is no don't put him on stage because it just doesn't make sense Chris Brown is already an established artist like do you want do you really want to open for Rihanna Beyonce no I'm sorry let me do that I don't even think he he doesn't think of this as being an opening anything (laughs) Rihanna Bruno and Beyonce you really right like it's he two for two not two for one and one but free but what does two for two even mean I don't you and know Rihanna versus Bruno and Beyonce like why would those four audiences buy a ticket to the one show what the audience gonna start boxing before you even get on stage Chris is nuts people have been arguing with themselves in my mentions for days thank god for mute this conversation I don't know what you niggas be oh going my on gosh now. mute this conversation is <laughs> it's the only reason like, I can be on the internet <laughs> All right, so that's it this week for Hot Tops in the Verse Bottom Princeville. We'll be right back. 
Hey, y'all, this week's episode of The Read is brought to you by ShipStation, which is the fast and easy way to manage and ship your orders all from one place, whether you're using Shopify, Squarespace, Etsy, BigCommerce, or over 75 other popular selling channels. ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. You can manage them easily from your cell phone. You can use ShipStation to create labels for all the top carriers, including UPS, FedEx, USPS, and more with ShipStation. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. It is the number one choice of online sellers. So right now, go ahead and try ShipStation free for 30 days and get an additional month free if you use our promo code READ. So don't wait. Go to ShipStation.com. Click on the mic at the top of the page and type in READ. That's ShipStation.com. S-H-I-P Station.com. Promo code READ. Make ship happen with ShipStation and the READ. Let them know we sent you and let's move on. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Okay, so we're back and it is time for listener letters. It is. Make sure you send your questions to gmail.com. We may just read them a lot on the show. We got a lot of feedback last week about our letter from the bottom who was turned off by his <sighs> surprisingly verse top. Um, so I just want to read a couple of these, (laughs) uh, a couple of these perspectives because they were really good. Um, one guy who calls himself LB said, as a verse guy myself, I can sympathize with old boy because at a point I found myself in a similar situation. I was rocking with this dude for two years, just fucking consistently with no strings, strings. One session, I thought it'd be dope to give him head and use a dildo on myself. We talked about it and linked up later that day. I was so hyped to do some new shit with him that I left the dildo at my crib only to find out that this nigga had one for himself. Needless to say, it was clean and I strapped it with a condom and we used it. But after that, I looked at him in a weird way. Not because I'm not attracted (laughs) to the fact that he likes dick, but because he presented himself to me in a way that said he was only concerned with topping. To me, it felt like 
I was being lied to and I couldn't fuck with it, especially since he knew I liked using my dick as well. The other point I wanted to speak on was about some dudes liking to fuck bottoms with big dicks. I've dealt with tops that are just into the visual of seeing it flop around while they're penetrating. That's I think true. it can be a sense of conquest. Yes. Making something so masculine looking submit to you. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm indifferent just as long as dude maintains his erection while I'm smashing the cakes. It's all about the visual for some of us. Hope I was able to help. In a very, very clear way. You know, <laughs> yeah. like a very descriptive. Um... Yeah, I think you yeah. explained that way better than I, I tried. Honestly, uh, uh, quite a few people sent in their takes on this and their um, like links to different blog posts and stuff like that. So thank you to everyone who sent in your um, opinions. I just felt like that one pretty much neatly encapsulated yeah. everything. Yes. Like, I get it because I was told I was getting a strict top and that is not what I got. Right. He had a dildo waiting at home for the moments when he felt like a nut. But right. I would say, I mean, just like... You're allowed to be into whatever you're into and not into whatever you're not into. Mm -hmm. But keep in mind that a lot of that um, is like a societal thing and just things that niggas put in their heads that they should present themselves to you one kind of way. Because look at that young man on on Love and Hip Hop Miami talking about how he's afraid to come out and he doesn't want anybody to know he's gay. And I'm like, how? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And even the nigga, the skinny boy... Skinny Jamaican boy was like, I kind of knew because some of his mannerisms, like, like you know. <laughs> I just figured it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And not to like shame anybody or whatever, but it's just, you know, it's a thing that a lot of homosexual, bisexual men have to deal with this insecurity to just be into whatever you're into because of the way that people make you feel about masculinity or what it means to be a man right. or the type of gay man that you should be or whatever. So, yeah, you might run into some niggas who are going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a strip top. And then you'll find out some way. Or the next later that they do like a little bit of dick, maybe just not from you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another thing. Some people like some kinds of some people are verse and like some kinds of tops and a different kind of bottom because it's two different things. Right, Of course it is. So he may not have offered you any booty hole because maybe you're not the top that he looks for. No shade. And that could, I could be okay. wrong. I could be wrong, too. He could just be a liar or was uncomfortable. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, there I got are a couple messages from feminine lesbians who were like, so the thing about not wearing a strap, like, are you sure about that? And I bet you do. Are feminine lesbians <laughs> totally out for you? Honestly, girls, I'm so sorry. But yes, <laughs> I cannot not do fems. <laughs> I can't. I think I might slip into a coma if I saw you dating a fan. Bitch. Right. It don't. That's not it's me. Just, I don't even. I date niggas. It doesn't make sense. It's to my detriment. <laughs> that's why I be telling y'all the way I do about these niggas because studs are just niggas with. <laughs> with other with things. plastics. Right. That's all they are. You retweeted that bitch who, <gasps> who broke yes, down the, the difference video. to me. My God. <laughs> it was Oh my gosh, I favorited it. Hold on. Dykes are lesbians that wear clothes that's too big for them. <laughs> I almost passed out the lesbian dictionary. Her name is Dee Dee Collier, I yeah. think, or Collier, however you pronounce it. She's fucking hilarious. That shit. It took me out. Studs, stems, which is like half stud. I call them fem aggressive. Yes. I didn't like, but I like stems. Shape up, perm, ponytail. Fems and no labels. Like, what an accurate and hilarious. Shout out to you, DD. I'm you so glad. You gave me life. The Twitter video cut off before she could just drag fems, but then I went and found the whole YouTube video. Oh, you did? I did. Oh my gosh, send it to me. <laughs> There's a whole YouTube video where she's like, fems. 
they just the bitches that dress like girls. But let me tell you something. You're not a femme if you don't eat pussy. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't ready <laughs> for how real you was about to get. Anyway, that video is so funny. Shout that out to that young lady. Was funny. At first, I was like, how dare some young man tell lesbians how we can identify? And then I was like, oh, that is a dyke. <laughs> I'm so sorry, girl. <laughs> No, you did not. I did. No, At first, not. I was like, "Really, nigga? How dare you?" But then I was like, "Oh, she definitely has titties." My bad. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> okay. we're just gonna jump uh, straight into our questions this week. A lot of people wanted to hear the black woman, white cop story that oh, we yeah. left off from last week. They so did. let's just start off with that. All right. So this question comes from Shataka. And Shataka says, hey, guys, what's up? Oh, no, it says my name is Ashley, not Shataka. I've been watching a lot of Family by the Time. I was wondering. That's my show. I forgot that's her name. It's really good. And if you haven't seen Love After Lockup, I don't know what's wrong with you at this point. Because it is phenomenal. No, it is. Have you seen Love After Lockup? I have watched it now. Yes! I have seen it now. Yes! So you understand the greatness of Garrett and Jonna. Is wrong with them so don't you so Garrett don't you get the feeling that he grew up around nothing but niggas and has just been around black people his whole life yeah Garrett all his mannerisms everyone was like girl I came home and I apologize fuck else you want I'm like oh this nigga what I'd honestly be surprised if he ever met a white person (laughs) besides the judge right (laughs) it's just all of his mannerisms and the way he talks and everything is just so black. You have to watch Love After Lockup if you're not. Um, but anyway, so Ashley says, I am a 26-year-old black woman. And two months ago, I was stopped at a red light. And a white cop who was making a left turn past me stared the entire time he drove by. I had my sunglasses on and only followed him, followed him with my eyes while my head stayed straight. The light turned green and I continued to drive. About a mile down the road, I heard a police siren behind me, so I pulled over, and so did the cop car. I knew I hadn't done anything wrong, but the way my skin color is set up, I was on high alert. It wasn't until he reached my window that I noticed he was the same cop from the red light. He seemed really nervous and started rambling. At the end of his stuttering monologue, he asked for my number. My third, my first thought was, aren't you on the clock? Shouldn't you be working? <laughs> but Wait. that makes too much sense. This the, nigga pulled you he over pulled to her ask, over to you ask for, for her number. number yes. <laughs> But he seemed genuine when asking, and despite my apprehensions, I gave him my number. At the very least, I thought I could use him for sex and throw him right back when I was done with him. Sure, I'll be using him for bail. Cut now, cut to now, which is two minutes later, and we aren't official, but I am having a nice time seeing this guy. He hasn't done or said anything questionable besides the stupid shit men say sometimes. Mm. Real. We get along. The sex is great. <laughs> I'm just going to say, it's, I get this point, that's the best you can ask for. It's just the shit niggas say. Just the just shit <laughs> that men, because men are fucking dumb. I'll just cross the line. Oh, I'm sorry. I've met a couple of his friends who happen to be people of color. He can cook and is well read. He offers to wrap my hair at night when I let him stay over of course he does it's so cute anyway so she goes on about great how white man is and then she says my problem is since I've introduced him to my friends they've all said dump him 
<laughs> Why? Just because he's white? They can't or don't want to get over the fact that he's a white cop. Oh, Not fuck. just white, but a cop as well. Right. <laughs> they are waiting for the other shoe to drop and think that I might just be a fetish to him. The kicker Damn. is that a co-worker of this white cop busted a cousin of one of my friends for selling drugs. I have stressed that oh. I really don't think my white cop is racist. And lying in wait for a situation oh, honey, to arise you need to not know. where he can pull on his white hood and do the Hitler salute. Snide marks are made and mentions missing, missing other guys that I have dated are brought up in front of the white cop. Despite everything, he takes it all in stride in front of my friends. But when he when we are alone, he tells me that the things my friends have said upset him. Oh, that's so sad for a white cop. Since since I have had my own reservations about dating him since the beginning, partly because he is a cop, should I listen to my friends and leave now, or should I continue to hang out with him to see where this goes? I have told them to back off before, but they accuse me of picking this guy I just met over them. These are some of the people that we'd be around a lot if I do decide to keep him around and I don't want it to be uncomfortable whenever all of us are together. Love you. Enjoy listening to you. Thank you in advance, et cetera, et cetera. P.S. White cop is 36, no kids, and divorced because his wife cheated on him. Thanks, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> well, Ashley, um, when you said that you don't think... <laughs> When you say that you don't think that your white cop man, husband, friend, boyfriend, lover thing isn't racist, um, let's try to upgrade that to like a fact, like a knowledge. That we know like for a, sure. Like a, a mm -hmm. clear awareness. That he doesn't like target black people while at work. Or even, nuts. I was going to ask, even before then, like I would, I'm interested in whether or not you have actually had a conversation with him about things like police brutality and the relationship between the police force in America and the black community and things like that. And just to have like an understanding of how he feels about that, because that's really what would matter to me the most. I'm sorry. Like I haven't right. like really dated a white boy before. I've seen a couple of, you know, fine slices of white chocolate before mm -hmm. in my life, but I've never actually dated a white boy, not against it, but it would to have me, to be the most non-offensive white man ever. I to just, exist. it's like for me, if I date a white boy, he has to have like a little bit of flavor. It, you have to have, but then, then you're like towing the line between that and like Macklemore, right? Like wanting easy, to like be black doing and imitating blackness too much. And Where I'm is not going to be. I'm not going to be <laughs> your, you know. Uh, I have black friends. Yeah, I'm not going to no, be I'm your one gonna, black friend no. that you can use as the excuse. Or I'm dating a black... My boyfriend is black. No, we're not. I'm not going to be that nigga in your mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. at all. Um, but if this is a guy that you're having you know, a good time with, he treats you good, you have good sex, he wraps your hair at night. You know what I'm saying? That seems like a load off of your shoulders, literally and figuratively. Um, a white man wrapping my hair. I would never. <laughs> um, did you watch Stepsisters? Stepsisters, the the movie that you read. Oh, did I read it? Did you watch it? Oh, and yes, you did read it. No, I did not watch before it before it came out. I read it. Oh, because the premise was insane, <laughs> but I have not seen it yet. Honestly, I've heard too much about it. Did you watch it? I watched it. And how was it? I feel like you won't get past five minutes. Okay, great. But so, that's knowing you. I watched the whole thing and I liked it. 
But her boyfriend is played, like, the lead character, his boyfriend, I can't remember his name right now, but he's played by the, the guy who plays Asher in Shmurda. Oh, okay. And that's essentially Same him. nigga who was on Oranges and the Black. Yes. Okay. And that's kind of how he is. He's, like, this guy dating the black girl, and every single time they're out, he has to talk about the black experience and, like, the African diaspora. <sighs> and, like, doing the most <laughs> until finally, you know, she dumps him. Right. Obviously. But It's just a matter of time until that actor has a, a black girlfriend in real life. <laughs> <laughs> But because I feel like he's in love with old girl on Schmurder. Oh, yeah. Mm. Asia, Asia. How do you Asia, say her name? Naomi King. Naomi King, the gorgeous. Oh my god, she's person. like there. There are people with flaws, right? And then there's right, Asia. Right. No, King. she's um, anyway. I'm sorry, girl, for fucking up your name. I'm I mean, you might be right. I'm pretty sure. It's I'm Asia. pretty wasted off this wine. I don't know how to say it, but I know that I have her <laughs> magazine cover when she covered like L or whatever. Yeah. At my house, and then and like that same weekend, she tweeted me and was like, "I was just listening to the read," and I was like, "Bitch, what?" <laughs> it fucked me up. She's immaculate. She came to like our first LA show, and we Alex didn't, didn't tell me till after she left. Right? <laughs> she posted a picture with the hoodie on, and we and were like, "Oh, uh, bitch, what?" Anyway, shout out to you, ma'am. Um. Yeah, so that's just really what that reminded me of. But what I was trying to say is that if this guy's treating you good, you're having a good time with him or whatever, it doesn't bother you that he's a cop. As long as you have an understanding and a trust mm-hmm. that he understands the the perspective that you're coming from as a black person and in these discussions about how our relationship stands with cops and stuff like that and why my friends are so uncomfortable with you being a cop and blah, 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 blah. Like, the conversation and his responses to that would determine whether or not I still want to be with this nigga. If mm-hmm. you've spoken to him before, y'all have talked about that and he's come, you know, with a, a response that you're comfortable with and makes sense to you, then I don't think that you should feel pressured to break up with the nigga just because your friends don't like him. Yeah. So, I mean... I agree. Like, it... It is a touchy situation because you're black and he's a white person who is a cop mm-hmm. and you just automatically, I feel like I would not be able to do it. I mean, <laughs> you and Nova are like the same person. You would have to have like I intergalactic just, no, dick. I just can't. Like, and even just, I mean, <laughs> like. And maybe he does. I don't know. stars with each stroke. Like. <laughs> Never, you know, it's like right. No, I do know what you say. And on I'm just top not do that. of that, be fine, clean, and like yeah, right, exactly. So I don't see it for me, but I do <laughs> see it for you. <laughs> and I would say until he fucks up, give right. him the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. Even though I am hesitant to say that because I feel like next week your man is gonna fuck up, or maybe he's fucking up right now. <laughs> Sidebar, because of course we always pull over for no reason. Have you been watching Atlanta? Housewives. I was about to say Atlanta don't come back. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Have you been watching Housewives of Atlanta? Um, I don't remember if I watched the most recent episode or not. Well, I don't think it's happened in the most recent episode. But did you see when they were all at that party with Eva? The first episode that Eva was in. Yes, and everybody was uh, upset ambushing Cynthia uh, over that boy she dated. Right, that that boy. I'm sorry. No, I mean whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Boy person. I am someone who believes like I a nigga will always give you a reason to not like him besides me not liking him. Right. So I don't have to like dash up to you and so be true. like you should leave that nigga because it's this so is how true. I feel about him or whatever. Like I don't really have to say anything. He'll at some point or the next he He's will give you a it. reason <laughs> right. to be like I don't want to be with this nigga no more. And whether or not you so leave true. him 
whether or not you leave him is up to you. Yeah, it but is. I don't have to be stuck on I don't like this nigga or I don't like this nigga for you because X, Y, and Z, and you should leave him because of how I feel. Right. Like he gonna give you a reason to feel that way anyway, and you probably gonna come tell me, and then I can co-sign it instead of being a hater. I'm gonna stay out of it. I agree. Like your friends may not like him, but that's because he's a white cop. And that's understandable. Now, every time you talk to me about Tad, I might roll my eyes, but, the, <laughs> but that's just like a natural reflex, and I can but try to work on that. But until he actually does wrong by you, I'm hesitant to be like, oh, fuck that motherfucker. You right, know? I like, just, I can't. I will give him the space to fuck up, but as soon as he does fuck up, it is what it right. is, and like, we're done. When I tell you, like... there ain't no space for you to fuck up over here. smallest strike one. And you're out of here, nigga. Good. <laughs> Bye. We also got a lot of letters from people who were writing in about the girl who had the situationship with the nigga who was taking the bar. And it was like oh, her birthday and all of them and all were that. like, bitch, if you don't shut up. <laughs> like, like, I'm actually stunned at how many emails we have from women that were like, bitch, shut up. Shut the fuck up. When you are taking the bar, first of all, people were like, it's real suspect that he even said that because you don't take the bar the same year that you're in law school, which I guess I did not know. But I don't know. I, I would never went to law school, so I don't know how that works. Yeah. But um, so many people, including Meg, who said, I'm a legal services attorney. I've been with my partner for 10 years. And when I took the bar, we had been together for six I barely saw him, even though we lived together. I spent 10 plus hours studying every together. day. And like, I have no idea what the fuck was happening the entire time because all I did was study. And we got so many emails from people who were like, bitch, it's the bar. Right. Like, he's he's got to study. Like, you cannot, if you don't study, you're going to be the whole time you're not studying, wishing that you were studying. Right. So it's just like... <laughs> So many lawyers and people in law school mm-hmm. and all that sent in their um, letters to be like, sis, that's not how it works. I got so. a bunch of those messages. <laughs> and honestly, like, I feel like with as much like Law and & Order and, and How to Get Away with Murder that I mm-hmm. watch, because <laughs> like, obviously I also don't know shit about law school. Oh, I can't wait for the Schmurder scandal crossover. <laughs> Is that not March 1st too? Yes. Holy Along with Atlanta. Black. They fucking with us. I know. Oh my gosh. For Black History Month and beyond. Well, I'm excited. Yeah, like as much as that shit, I've, 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 I don't know anything about the bar or how it works, but I know how, like, I can understand, like, the magnitude of it. Mm-hmm. So oh, it does definitely. make sense that it's just kind of like, nigga, I'm never going to see you. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to do things with my life. Um, it's just so much work to try to pass that exam. Like, of course not. I'm not going to be worried about you, girl. Of course not. Like, just send him some nudes. Yeah, so, but good luck to you in particular with your white man. Again, I don't know shit about that, but um, I'm rooting for you as long as you're happy and he doesn't say anything crazy. Right, where's, where's the harm in that? Right, and and truly, I kind of feel like I feel that same way about black men because you just never know. <laughs> it's just a matter of time where they say something homophobic or transphobic or misogynistic and you're just like... That's what I'm like, give a nigga the opportunity. He'll do it eventually right, at some right. point. No, it just, and if he never a, does... It's a matter of time. Then like, good job. Right. Stick around. It's a matter of time. All right. So our next question comes from... Have you seen Grace and Frankie on Netflix? Oh my god! I looked at like the thing the other day, and I was shocked. It's on like season four. Yeah, no, they actually just got renewed for season five. But somebody asked us if we would consider ourselves a Grace or a Frankie. Someone said for me in particular, this is Iman. She said, "I see Grace's no bullshit approach to life, 
and Frankie's sense of humor in you, Crystal, but I figured I would ask anyway. I think I am certainly at heart more of a Frankie. Yeah. But I do have grace tendencies. Like, I don't just let people walk all over me or do whatever the fuck they want. Like, I can definitely be a bitch the way Grace is, but the whole happy-go-lucky, let people live, I'm just going to smoke my weed and eat my Greek yogurt. <laughs> Or whatever that Frankie is, that's right. all me. Like, I'm yeah. very much a live and let live type. But I didn't really think it was, like, your kind of show, really. Oh, no. I love Grace and Frankie. I'm it's just everything. super behind. Um, and I'm reading here that RuPaul is going to be on season five. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 80, I'm like an 80% Frankie. And I would say maybe 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see that in you also. Like, I feel like we're similar in that way, even though that show is just so good. If you haven't seen Grace and Frankie already already on Netflix, it is really fucking good. It is. And it helps that both of the lead actors are like, fuck Donald Trump at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> both of them. <laughs> yes, Jane, Jane Fonda, Fonda. Eva. Yes, Jane Fonda, nigga, who I can remember being a punchline in rap songs is like... <laughs> Still on to anyway, anyway, anyway. Our next question comes from Don, who says, I've been wanting to write to y'all for the longest about my boyfriend. Oh, God. There have been a few few occasions I could have used your advice, but this takes the cake. Oh, God. As you know, Black Panther is premiering this weekend, and I am hyped to see it. Oh, God. I bought tickets for my sister, my boyfriend, who is white, (laughs) and myself to see the movie. At an event screening that's been hosted by black professionals. Work. Like I said, he is white as a picket fence and he wants to wear a black hoodie. (laughs) A black hoodie that has a grayscale photo on it of a masked black man holding a gun through the window of a car door. Wait. Her white boyfriend wants to wear this hoodie that has a black man on it. This is a girl. Yes, a girl is writing this letter, but this is the hoodie. It's got a nigga pointing a gun out of a car window on it. Why does That's he the hoodie her boyfriend wants to wear to, to the, the Black screening Panther of Black screening? Panther, right? So <laughs> she's writing us because his reasoning behind wearing the hoodie is that he would be supporting one of his favorite Instagram photographers who is a who is black. I've tried to explain to him that there is oh no way of knowing that the artist is black, and the hoodie would be seen as instigation. He is that not obvious? He's white, so okay, no. You're right. Okay, you're right. He thinks it would be hypocritical if people wouldn't take the time to ask him about this hoodie before judging. (laughs) Now, we all know that Black Panther is not a small thing. It is a huge moment. And I bought these tickets back in November. Plus, I'm going to see it several times throughout the premiere weekend because I want it to make money. I asked my sister, who, by the way, does not like him. And she said that he should go fuck himself. I agree with you. (laughs) I don't know what to do and would really appreciate what you two think about the situation. I love listening to the show every week. Thanks, Don. Okay, so let's like let's just ro- rewind back to when I was talking about us having priority seating. Obviously, <laughs> that was a joke, right? But in essence, like, I don't care what color you are. Obviously, we're not going to be like, you cannot have as much fun as us or you can't be yourself or whatever because this is black. But... You, Everybody knows how much this film means to us. Right. It is more than apparent. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you would walk in there with your very white ass wearing some shit like that and a black person who actually apparently loves you for whatever God given reason (laughs) 
<laughs> Bless the Lord. Is telling you, here's why this is insensitive. The end. The end. There shouldn't be a response or anything like Thank that. You so much. Here I am. I am black. This is a movie that we are getting our life for. You know how much this fucking shit means to us. I'm letting you know right now, as a member of the community with common sense, <laughs> that that hoodie is a problem. Wear something else. <laughs> like there should. How are you fucking dumb? And he's it would arguing be, with her about it. It would be. What did he say? It would be. Um, what was the word he used? Uh, was it insensitive? Ignorant, or it would be. It would be hypocritical if people wouldn't take the time to ask him about his hoodie first. Why the fuck <laughs> would I come up to you and ask you, you anything? You white man. Thing? At the screening of Black Panther, I'm not going up to a white man for shit. I'm not Are even you looking in your direction, especially with this hoodie the on. The president of Marvel was you. on stage and I was like, okay, and what do the black people have to say? <laughs> if the president of Marvel don't hold my attention, like, thank you, white man, for green lighting this project, but other than they don't have nothing to say to him, why would your random white boyfriend mean anything to me? Nah, break up with him, girl. Fuck is you doing? Break up with that nigga. Fuck That's him. What I say. Fuck Let him. me tell you something. White men get no second chances. I'm not giving you one. <laughs> I'm not giving you one. Especially if I done told your dumb ass to take off the fucking hoodie and why. And you really trying to argue with my black ass about this black you ass movie and why black, black people shit. won't like it. You do not Are get you to stupid? Do that. Good. So go and watch that movie by yourself in that hoodie. And when you get jumped, I'm going to leave. <laughs> if the movie is over, if it's still on, I'm going to continue to watch it. And Listen. let them beat your ass and drag you up out of the AMC or wherever the fuck we I at. I told the people I the was with at that movie, like, I swear to God, if y'all, because we, as soon as you walked in, the security guard was like, so you can take pictures during the cast Q&A and all that. Mm -hmm. But if you take pictures from seven o'clock on, if you have your phone out at all, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the theater. Like, they were not fucking around with us and the whole pulling your phone out thing. So, like... That alone is just like some rules you have to follow to see the movie in advance. I can't imagine having a white boyfriend and being like, you, sir, like actually having to tell this white person, you cannot wear a hoodie that depicts a black man shooting a gun out of a car window to this screening and then have him try to argue with me about it and be like, oh, it'll be hypocritical if people got mad at me. Like, sir, you are white. How come y'all can't never humble yourselves? Hypocritical for them to ask him about the jacket. Trash. Let me say that, let's let's say that I, for whatever dim-witted reason, came up to you and was like, what the fuck is up with this hoodie that you got on? Right. And your response was to me was, well, one of my favorite artists on Instagram made it and he's black. R reason with me as to why I still shouldn't punch you in your face. Right. Like, you feel like that, the explanation to the mm -hmm. question that I asked, so I wouldn't be a hypocrite, <laughs> is enough to not get you Woo, I can't do at it. the very least cussed out. Right. And somebody is trying, and then, and then, this is the major issue. And then, if you were to get cussed out, even after you were warned, it would be a problem. Right. Right, because it's just how it is every single time. Every like, time. You would be upset. Like, oh, I can't believe people came for me, but like, I told your white ass. I, I, I warned you. <laughs> and yet you did it any fucking way. So, like, why do white people always have to challenge us about right. the stuff that we're, we're, and stuff that's like common sense on top of that? But even when it isn't, and people are telling you, yo, in this moment especially, we're just trying to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And this may be a hindrance to that. <laughs> 
Right. Exactly. So why don't you just play ball here and wear almost any fucking thing else? Anything. Why do you have to challenge me? Just put on us? your like, supreme hoodie. Like anything but this. Right, my nigga. It's better you your walk favorite in there. Instagram artist, somebody we don't know. So why would you even open up your girlfriend having to dealing with that shit? Like if he can't see it from his perspective, at least try to see it from yours. And if he can't see it from yours, like you're the black girl who came in this theater with a white man. That's your first check. Yes. No shade. <laughs> but you brought the white man into this theater and now he's the one wearing something controversial on top of that and not caring enough about how you are going to have to deal with it to be like, okay, I'll put on a different jacket. Nigga, please. Like, what does that say about no, you? No, girl, let him go. Fuck that. If he is not willing to wear something different, I think you need to seriously consider breaking up with him and I'm not even playing with I'm you. I'm not either. Right. And I know we'll say break up with him at a drop of a We dime. do. We say it a lot. We do. But I'm like dead serious about <laughs> right. this. And I'm usually serious every other time I say right no I mean it cause what the fuck you can't support me like I'm t- I'm black how you gonna argue with me about it I don't argue with you about shepherd's pie or whatever the fuck white people do <laughs> what the fuck you know they love that okay <laughs> really first of all shepherd's pie I can't even go. Listen, fuck that. Leave that motherfucker right wherever the fuck you found him, period. Because, like, black women especially, women especially, Especially. I almost want to say exclusively, but that wouldn't be true. But definitely women especially who are black that date white men are signing up for bullshit from both sides. Right. Just for, he could be the nicest, you talk about somebody who could like save babies in the hospital every day, like kindest person never heard a fly and you still gonna have to be the black woman who's gonna be dealing with white people shit, black people shit, just because you're dating him. He probably may not unless he's, you know, at home with his grandma and them. But, like, you have to Just deal with don't. that on top of this Just nigga being don't. defiant at black things? Right. No. Fuck that. All right. I'm going to leave it right there. Um, we have some other really great questions that we will get to later. But for now, let's just wrap it up at that point. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we will be right back. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct. Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right so we're back Mm -hmm, it is do you ever read this week i do we are back also fine okay so (laughs) so um wine man i'm lit it's really powerful i've actually i refilled your glass while you were gone oh great so let me just (laughs) i'm gonna just put this away Okay, 
so my read this week um, goes out to an idiot by the name of Veronica Vega. For those of you who don't know, because why should you? Oh, God. <laughs> Veronica Vega is an alleged artist um, living in Miami, Florida, who is currently on Love & Hip Hop Miami on VH1. I've known who Veronica Vega is for a few years now because she first accosted my life uh, with a song and video, I believe, that is called Pay Me. It is one of the most repetitive dumbass, ridiculous songs I've ever heard. And not just because I think Veronica Vega is an idiot. This is before I knew. Um, <laughs> I, I respect it. It's just a it's just a terrible song. It is what it is. So, on the most recent episode of Love Hip Hop Miami, Veronica Vega uh, was in a scene with Steph LaCour and was lucky enough to also be in a scene with Trina. Um, <sighs> oh, Lord. I haven't watched last episode, so I'm finna listen like anybody else. First of all, I want to commend Trina for Every scene that she's in is like somebody else. like you know like Trina's not there telling all her business. Trina is like, "Oh, my cousin and and Trick are going through it. Oh, my other cousin is crazy and gay. Oh, my homegirl's rapping and she's flopping." And like <laughs> in the meantime, I'm working and I'm cute. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Trina's not on there beefing nobody. She's not on there doing the most. She's popping up in everybody's scenes and she's like, really? Damn. Let's do something. So anyway, love right. my girl. Real. Um, so she was sitting there and they're talking about, oh, you know, we're in the studio or whatever. They're always pretending to do on the show. And Trina was like, uh, she said to Veronica at some point, she brought up the fact that Veronica says nigga in that song like a bunch of times because again the song is like pay me nigga don't bullshit me and she says that like eight times and then she'll be like freaking on a pole freaking on a pole freaking on a pole and she'll say that eight times then she'll be like it must be your money because it ain't your dick she says that eight times it's there it's like it's like the world's longest hook it is awful okay anyway she uses the word nigga loads of times veronica vega is not black right veronica vega i don't know if she's cuban or what she's a latina girl Cool. White Latina. Yes, quite. Um, so Trina, and let me tell you something. I was watching this on Mr. World Premiere, and I had to pause it and run around the room real quick because I was gagging at the fact that she even brought it up. <laughs> and I don't know if she brought it up like because she wanted to or if it was something that Veronica hears all of the time. And so she was like, I want to address this in a scene. I don't really know how it works, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was either one. Either way, mm-hmm. Trina brings it up. Veronica Vega is reasoning for using the word nigga was something as as follows. She says that because she is from Hylia, which is like... Where Link lives? Oh, that's Hyrule. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. You could continue. Hylia is like uh, <laughs> predominantly Latin neighborhood in... I am so sorry. ...in Miami. It's like a hood. It's it, it's like a hood. It's not like, not even like the worst of the worst okay. in Miami alone. Okay. You know, it gets plenty worse than that. But it's like, whatever. Right. So she says, you know, because she's from Hialeah and she's poor and sh- when she's around white people, they look at her as just like this poor trashy bitch. And so that makes her a nigga. <sighs> 
and she's like, you know, I'm like this and I'm from the hood and Steph is, you know, from she comes from the hood and Trina's from the hood and like, no. we all niggas and like, white people all look at us the same anyway and then she even says, bitch, she even says, <laughs> white people wear, I'm sorry. She even says, um, Look at all the people in Puerto Rico without power right now. All of those poor people suffering right now. Them, they niggas. Oh, no, she didn't. What? Oh, she got to go. <laughs> what? She got and to so, go. hold on. I really want to see if I can actually play. I don't even know the legalities of this, but I just really, I went up for Trina's response. It was like in her little confessional interview thing or whatever, but it just made me laugh. Okay. Um, The point is that... um. I can't understand how you feel like because you're a broke hood bitch from Hialeah that <laughs> I keep you, feel, <laughs> you feel like that permits you to say the word nigga. And I'm just not understanding that part. Um, yeah. So she feels that she's some part black. So with that being said, that's her business. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Trina. Yes, that's her business. Trina said, Veronica says the N-word a lot. <laughs> and she feels like that because she's from Hialeah, that makes her some part black. With that being said, that's her business. I love it. Meaning, I, clearly, I don't rock with this, whatever this bitch is talking about. But she thinks she can say I'm gonna leave her dumb ass I'm, alone right I'm gonna leave it alone I don't have time for that sweetie just because you from the hood girl and probably sleep with and really enjoy black men you just Garrett with a pussy it doesn't mean that you are you allowed to say nigga or you should be allowed. This is, again, why I, what I'm saying about people challenging us mm-hmm. with clear things that we say. It is not complicated how that works. You are not, not black. You should not say this word. If you do, you're setting yourself up to get dragged or worse. Right. That's just the way things are exactly. set up. Period. The end. Most people get it. Apparently you don't. I wish There's you no would. excuses. The better response to um, I'm saying nigga on a song when people ask you about that, a better response would be to just shrug your shoulders. <laughs> Honestly, to just be like, well, I don't what, what is this issue? I don't get it. The fuck? What the fuck you mean? Like white? Well, white people all look at us the same anyway, and we broke anyway, and we all in the same. But yes, you're a broke girl from La- <laughs> from Hialeah. Hey, you Latina or whatever, and white people probably look at you differently. Yes, there are words for all of that too. Like right. there are horror horrible words that people use for women. There are horrible words that people use for Latino girls. There are horrible words that people use from for people from the hood. Mm-hmm. Nobody's calling you nigga the way that we are called the word nigga. Right. Like, maybe some of your friends and a couple of niggas that don't know no better allow you to use that word and call you that word too. But you are not going to say that just because you're from the ghetto and you poor or you whatever, yes. you're non-Caucasian, you that you should be able to say that shit too. You sound dumb. Maybe white people look at you like you're trash and you're low class because you be out in public with your leg up on the table like you don't have no fucking home training. Maybe that is what it is. With your trash and low class ass, bitch. She was in the very, like, the previous episode getting into an argument with that rich girl that threw that water in her face with that drink. 
and had her leg cocked up on the table with this terrible ass posture like she was at home. Maybe that's why people look at you like you mm-hmm. trash girl because you present people because you, are you trash. present yourself as trash. I don't care how many black backup dancers you have in your videos. I don't care how many black people you know that's cool with you using the word nigga. Same You're not going to get away with saying that word just because you're from the hood too. It's words that people call you to. Don't like let me remind you niggas, I'm also from Miami and I know plenty of girls like this. Men too. And a lot of y'all, quiet as you want to try to keep oh, it. Oh shit. A lot of y'all will align yourself with whiteness as quick as you can. You'll snatch some goals out of the bottom row of your fucking jaw as quickly as possible and make sure that hair is real straight and put on some shit from uh, Lululemon or whatever and get to jogging right next to these other bitches and hoping that they don't clock you. Like, let's keep it all the way real, Miami. You know how a lot of you white white Latina girls be, white like Latino men, a lot of them really be out here clocking and treating niggas like trash because that's how you're set (laughs) up to really even come into the country acting be very republican that's why whenever the donald trump's and the bushes and all the other republicans ride down to miami they got loads of motherfuckers besides white folks coming out in droves like we already know what time it is we know what time it is and if you're not one of those types of girls cool but you're not gonna try and make up no excuses and say well i'm from the hood i'm from the ghetto or whatever and white people look at me like i'm trash so i'm a nigga too no you cannot reinvent slurs you cannot reinvent slurs to convenient you or to be convenient for you after you done said or done some dumb shit. It doesn't work like that. It's the same thing with the word faggot. When y'all say faggot or when Offset said queer, or it was it? It's, yeah, it was she's queer. dating Offset. Yes. Like, I forgot which one he was. Not you asking me. <laughs> like, when, when people are telling you Bitch, you have no right saying these things. And here are all of the reasons why. Especially multiple people telling you the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's not your position there to then challenge us and be like, oh, well, well, I feel like I should be. uh, uh, Why? After the many years that niggas after, like since niggas reclaimed nigga. Since then, why would we just all of a sudden switch it up and make an exception for Veronica Vega? Right. Like, you can't reclaim a slur that never really applied to you in the first place. That's how it is. If you, you want to take whatever slurs they use for women or for uh, hood bitches or, or for, for white Latinas. White Latina girl, if you want to take whatever slurs they use for that and reclaim that and use that as something fun, get it popping or trying and, and making it to a hashtag, that's your business. Right. Because you should understand Come the on, plight Trina. or the sting. I mean... So funny. Don't question why I stand for this yes. woman. Like, that's on you. You may do that. That's why I feel like I'm free to run around and say fag if I want to. I'm not going to say it to just any old gay person because right. I don't expect for every homosexual person to be cool with gay people saying faggot freely. Mm-hmm. You know, like I understand that not everybody feels that way. Right. But for like the people around me that are close to me that I have like I have a mutual respect with, right. I know that like you can say faggot in front of me and it doesn't bother me because I know who you are. Right. I know where your heart is. But we, we have like know each other. Exactly. We have that basis of familiarity that you and some random person would not have. It's the same thing with the black community and the word nigga. Right. It's the exact same thing. And that's how I feel about you saying dyke. I don't give a shit if you or Dustin or Asante or Drew say dyke because what does that really mean to me coming from a bunch of fags? <laughs> <laughs> but that's because 
as we're all fucking exactly. friends and we can talk like that around each other people who are not in our community and we don't know like that don't get to say that type of shit and even if it was like some random person saying nigga around me or whatever like you have to understand that if you're not the type of person that that slur would be targeted for you don't get to turn around and be like, oh, well, I'm reclaiming nigga, even though you are white as the live long day and nobody has ever in your fucking life called you a nigga. Like, bitch, not in the way that means danger, right. not right. in the way that means I don't like you for your blackness. So right. you're in trouble now. Like, yeah, I've been right. called nigga in a joking way millions of times, but I've been called nigga in a I'm going to string your nigger ass up way yeah. in enough times that makes me uncomfortable for anybody who ain't visibly blatantly black to say that shit to me. I have period. been called nigger to mean you don't deserve the same respect or life or 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 opportunity as me or whatever because you're uh, because of the color of your skin. Right. You have not. So you cannot take that so- same word because uh, sorry black people make everything lit and super fun and so you want to gravitate <laughs> towards it even derogatory words. Say it again. And so now you want to say the word nigga because you feel like it's fun and niggas do it and you want to make up whatever dumb whack ass yes. cockamamie ass excuse for you to use it. You sound <laughs> dumb. Don't ever say that shit again for anybody to hear. It would be better for you to be like, I just felt like I could. Yeah. I just felt like I could say it. And now y'all are mad, so I guess I can't. Because it's clear that you just felt like you could. Now you're just making your sound, yourself sound dumb and weak by making up some fake-ass, stupid-ass shit in front of an actual black person. Two! Right. On top of everything else. like. But one I respect. <laughs> but like you, as a white Latina, need to be very careful about the privilege you occupy and the space that you have that black Latinas like Amara La Negra do not have. Right. And the opportunities that they don't. Like, yes, you get shitted on for being Latina and for being a woman, but not for being a black Latina. And that is very fucking specific. That is a certain identity that you don't know shit about. So just stay in your fucking lane when black Latinas are talking about their shit and don't try to act like because you're Latina you're black too because that's not how it fucking works it doesn't it does not follow how it fucking works I mean reading Google like they're so helpful or just like the very same woman on your cast who talks about it and you didn't even digest that properly because I'm sure you felt super cute and super like you know best friendy when you went to that nigga who then said that he would apologize to her for being racist if you went on a date with him and that was like oh cool and then when you ambushed her with a nigga who said some racist shit to her and she wasn't for it and told you she wasn't for it, she was an ungrateful bitch. So what do you really understand about what anybody black is saying about their struggle? Do you just want to say nigga? Yes. Oh, Can you say man. nigga? No. Can that shit get the goals knocked out of your mouth? Probably. So, fuck Veronica Vega. Your music was trash anyway. Right. So It was trash anyway. So fuck her. <laughs> Entirely. And like I said a few weeks ago, it's just a, it was just a matter of time. I was waiting for Veronica Vega to piss me off. So the fact that I haven't seen this episode yet don't even really mean nothing because I was waiting on you to do 
your white girl thing and you did it so there it goes and would never believe that because she's a, a ghetto because bitch. right because she's uh, right stereotypically ghetto or latina and that, and like i'm not trying to take your identities away from you but understand the way you're perceived versus whatever you think about yourself like sis you're still white as fuck. very much so so acknowledge that and understand the privileges that come with that that the rest of us don't get and it seems like asking bitches to acknowledge that is just too fucking much like, they just can't get it. They can't wrap things actually very it. wide of you. Well, I don't really have a real read this week. I just want to have three things I want to talk about really quickly. First of all, please don't be that bitch who tags people in shady or shitty comments about them. I don't who know does, why I have well, to say this. <laughs> I'm say who does that. I guess I'm not surprised. No, a lot of people do that. Actually, my therapist told me to just stay off social media altogether. And That's I think what I've I will. been doing. Yeah, I think I will. <laughs> she said it on Tuesday like how about you just avoid everything and I said you know what sis why not so um, like not even to get super specific because it's not even about this one particular instance this has happened to me a lot of the times a lot of times but like if you don't like me that is okay I know that I am not for everybody I'm very well aware of that so you can feel free to talk about me in whatever way you want to that is also fine Mm -hmm. like I'm out here I'm somebody to be talked about so talk but I do not need to be tagged in every conversation about me that is something negative or draining or whatever the fuck else that would make me feel bad about myself like if your friend is some girl was saying oh you know such and such doesn't like Crystal's laugh because it sounds so crazy blah 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 whatever and then her friend retweeted it and tagged me in it like oh girl what's up with this like well bitch first of all i'm sure your friend didn't want you tagging me in like some tweet that if was they wanted like, me to know rude. They would have tagged me themselves. right she would have tagged crystal in the original tweet be like hey girl my boyfriend or whatever hate your fucking laugh right she would have done that but you decided to see her t- you saw her tweet and decided to take it upon yourself to tag me in it to make sure i saw it it's just messy and or to increase the chances that i saw it for what like did you want me to feel bad did you want me to log off and be like oh no probably want you to read them People, but people hate my laugh, you guys. What am I supposed to do? Like, yeah, like, oh no. People don't like me. People feel like I'm too radical. I'm too feminist. I'm too gay. I'm too this. I don't support black men. Da da da. This and that. You can feel however you want to feel about me, but the same way that I'm going to let you rock with your opinions, it means like don't turn around and tag me in things that the original person had no intention of tagging me in. And like I said, that doesn't even really matter at this point because my therapist told me to log off and I'm just going to log off. But I I want y'all to not do that to other people because it's just so shitty. And if you don't want that person to feel bad about themselves or whatever, then there's no point in doing it. Like, just save. Let your friend have their comments. Let people say what they want to say. I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Let people dislike me. But you don't have to put me in it. Like, goddamn, I'm still a human being behind these social media accounts, behind this podcast, behind the live shows and TV and all the other shit. I'm a human being a real fucking person and you don't have to tag me in every goddamn thing that people have to say about me so just please don't be that bitch if somebody didn't tag whichever celebrity or known person that they're talking about don't be that bitch who turns around and tags that person just don't do it For like what? just don't also a very big fuck you to whoever decided to rip off the art of lena iris victor have you heard about this i have not 
So um, it has to do with uh, Black Panther, more specifically the music video for All the Stars with Kendrick and SZA. So Lena Iris Victor has um, put out a lot of artwork that is very, 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 very similar to what was used in the final cut of the video. And what makes this particularly raggedy is that um, she was reached out to multiple times to have her artwork approved for the video, and she kept saying no. And I don't know if that was because the terms of her artwork weren't agreeable enough, because you know when it comes to black people, they'll be like, oh, girl, we'll give you 20 cents for every yeah. view or whatever the fuck. Right. Like, something insane. Right. Something ridiculous, where it's like you're not properly being compensated. I don't know if it was that, or I don't know if she was just like, my artwork is mine, and it's not meant for Marvel or any other capitalist like right. enterprise to take hold of it. I don't know how she felt about it, but the fact is she said, I said no. And y'all used artwork that was extremely similar to hers anyway. And I am always going to be, first of all, on the side of the black woman. And secondly, on the side of the creator. Like, you do not get to tell take people's artwork and use it for your own personal gains or whatever. Like, y'all thought it was just so fucking dope. It had to be in your video and it had to be part of the movie and part of the official soundtrack or whatever the fuck else. Like, you can feel that way all you want to about it. But if what she says is true... And y'all reached out to her over and over and over again about using her art. And she said, no, then that should have just been the end of it. Use something else because the artist said no. And I don't get why, again, assuming that everything that has been put forth so far is true. I don't get why these big ass companies feel like they just get to decide that black artwork or black products or black work in general belongs to them. Like, oh, this is ours. And so it's for like, it's for Black Panther. It's for a greater cause. So we'll just use something that looks exactly like it anyway. And you said no. And so we respect that. But we're just going to use something that looks exactly like yours and rip off your work since you said no to using your actual work. No, girl, that's not how it works either. It means if I have a really dope design or whatever, that you think would be great in your video and I say no that means you come up with something else that means you come up with something else you you don't get to take from women because they decided not to participate in whatever you're doing and again I love Black Panther not telling you niggas to not go see Black Panther because it's everything not telling y'all to not go buy the soundtrack or stream it or whatever else because again it is everything but We have to respect artists. I really feel that way. And I feel like a bunch of people who wouldn't want to be stolen from personally or professionally feel very fucking comfortable with stealing from artists. And it's not okay. Like, I understand when it comes to, like, the super huge niggas like Beyonce, Rihanna, Jay-Z, or whatever else, you're like, who cares if I illegally bootleg your album or whatever? It don't make no big deal and just is not that big of an issue or whatever the fuck else. But when it comes to just... I don't know. Like, I'm not excusing that either, but I'm saying this is not okay. Like, you don't get to just just be like, I don't give a fuck what you said about your art. We're going to put it in our video anyway. So hopefully that is... Hopefully none of that is the case anyway. Like, I don't don't know how this is going to shake out. But again, like, pay her her motherfucking money and more importantly, respect her fucking wishes. And finally, I want to give a short, brief fuck you out to Applebee's and the people who work there. Did you hear about this story? 
There's an Applebee's. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure where it is exactly. I was uh, in a cab on my way downtown and saw this passing by one of the new studio, studios that has the scrolling marquee, and I was just stunned. So at Applebee's, you're going to hear what's crazy oh, about no, this. Oh, no, I did hear about this. You're going to hear what's crazy. The night before... Some black people apparently went into Applebee's and did a dine and dash, which is where for whites, where you eat and don't pay for your meal. <laughs> it's not anything to be proud of, but people do it of, across racial lines. So the very next day, two black women went into Applebee's and decided to, you know, order themselves some lunch, dinner, whatever the fuck. They were having a good time. This video that I've seen, they have a whole fucking table full of food. Um, their names are Alexis and Asia, and this was in Missouri. So again, not surprised. But they were approached by a police officer, a mall security guard, and the Applebee's manager, who said, "You know, well, on Friday, two people who look exactly like y'all came in here and dined and dashed. So y'all must be those people, and y'all need to, you know, make this right. Y'all, like y'all need to leave. They actually kicked them." out of the restaurant even though they told them we have never been there before we are not these bitches who came here and did not pay for their food we're just trying to enjoy our dinner but after being mocked humiliated and embarrassed they asked us to pay for our food leave and never come back thankfully they taped the entire incident for some reason these assholes are like smiling and waving at the camera like something is a fucking joke for me I read this story and I thought there is not a single black person in America, who would dine and dash at a restaurant on Friday and come back on Saturday. Who would do that? Not a goddamn one. (laughs) It was clear that y'all were just like, hey, wait a second, two black women, what happened here? And just decided to target these women because of the way they looked, called the police on their asses, which is getting something y'all love to do, call police on us, because you know the police are automatically going to be on your side, and have them, like, ejected from the restaurant for daring to be black, and maybe they resembled the people who dined in Dash, and maybe they didn't, we don't even know. I doubt it. It's just more, right, I fucking doubt it. it. Y'all just felt that way because they were black. So, thankfully... I can't believe Applebee's did the right thing, but I'm glad because I'm just going to be real with you niggas. Their quesadilla bacon cheeseburger is fucking good. I mean, if there's nothing else. Bitch, it's fucking good. And it really isn't much. I've been eating that since college. I I don't get anything else from Applebee's. (laughs) It is fucking good. A bacon cheeseburger inside of a quesadilla? It's amazing. Whoever thought of this, thank you so much. It is so good. It is my grandma's favorite restaurant. I have not been to Applebee's in an eternity, in an eon. Like my grandmother <laughs> lives for Applebee's. It is so good. That's all I get. My mama loves Olive Garden. I'd be like, girl, it's the only Italian spot that don't salt their pasta. She'd be like, can we go? <laughs> she don't care. That's true. Too. She wants to go anyway. So anyway, that's not the point. No, First of all, no black people dying in Dash two days in a row at the same spot nobody first of all secondly how fucking dare you how did the not man how did the manager not go back and review the security tape and be like oh those are not i'm looking at the faces and these are not the same black women right y'all were just like oh two black bitches oh no call 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 the police this isn't okay anyway at this point applebee's has fired the restaurant manager the server who snitched and another employee 
after their um, official internal investigation and the location is temporarily closed in order for the team, quote, to regroup, reflect and learn and grow from this. Applebee's has reached out to the women who were um, victimized and their CEO said we do not tolerate racism or bigotry of any nature. I am glad that y'all turned around and fired the manager, the server and somebody else who were involved in the whole situation. But the fact that black people still have to go through this shit is fucking insane. It just doesn't make any sense that y'all see two black women sitting in a booth and decide those must be the same black women who skipped out on their tab. Like the fact that nobody said, let's just roll back the tape and make sure these these are the same bitches before we start accusing these people of some shit is crazy. And the fact that nobody said, you know what black people not finna do? Come to the same spot two days in a row to run the same scam is even crazier. So... (laughs) I want to say fuck this Applebee's, but since corporate turned around and made it right almost immediately, I will still say go for Valentine's Day or after Valentine's Day or for, you know, just when you have a craving for a bacon, cheeseburger, quesadilla, just whatever you feel like it. But y'all got us fucked up if you think we really finna go to the same spot twice in the same weekend to pull the same fucking bullshit. Girl, that's not how we operate. That's, That's just not stupid. it. And if you're going to accuse us of some, of some shit, make damn sure you are correct before you do it. That's just make saying. sure you got the right blacks that before you decide you. to accuse us of stealing. That shows you what they think of black people because if they were not black, if they were white people, somebody would have been like, let's make absolutely sure because yeah. you know exactly what would come from you accusing some white folk of stealing that did not steal. Like right. They would be out for blood. With us, it's just kind of like you feel like you can do whatever the fuck you want to. Because we just black and what difference does it and what really make? You're not going to get in trouble for, no, for accusing people. black people of being thieves and humiliating them in your restaurant huh right so that's all i had to say just fuck those three things in particular and again like to white racists who feel like we all look alike and you can just say whatever the fuck you want to about us it's not the case and i'm very very glad for once like a corporate entity stood up for the people who were victimized instead of protecting their employees so thank you applebee's for applebee's corporate for making it right but fuck that particular location for coming after these black women who were just trying to have their fried food let me fat in peace, please. I came here to eat and have cheap margaritas. Why the fuck do y'all want to deter me from that? Let me eat your crazy high salt, high carbohydrate, high fat food and go on about my fucking life. And so that's it. That's really all I had to say this week. Well, that about wraps up our program. It does. Make sure you check out This Is The Read at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr. Check out our website, thisistheread.com. And, of course, make sure you check out Two Dope Queens on HBO with Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robinson. They are bringing their hit comedy podcast to HBO in four comedy specials all during the month of February, filmed in front of a live audience at King's Theater in Brooklyn. That is Two Dope Queens weekly on HBO starting February 2nd. So go back and catch it on demand if you haven't already. All during the month of February, Kid Fury, I know we have news this week. The same news I was going to spill last week and then you told me to not. So right. <laughs> what well, is it this week? First things first. Um, well, this isn't the news from last week, but uh, Saturday is our five-year anniversary show here at the Apollo Theater. Um, 
excited for that, I guess. And <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> um, we will be having a pop up shop on Saturday from noon to four p.m. in Harlem. Uh, it will be hosted by our Sante. Yes. The information for it will be, or actually is already up on This Is The Read. Uh, this Is The Read Instagram. I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> what is going on with you? And the same thing is going on with you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We Just got one? All new merch. Oh, um, yeah. Some anniversary stuff specifically and some stuff for the tour. Yes. So new things, if you want to get your hands on them, you can go over to the show. I don't know if we're going to be selling merch at the show itself, too, but just to be safe, if you want some. I feel like Alex is definitely going to be selling merch I at the like show. I feel like she probably She's, will. I'm not, not going to miss that opportunity. Um. Okay. So next, besides that, we have our live shows. We're going back on the road soon. Yes, this spring. A over a month from now. So, um, if you're in Washington, D.C. on March 10th, we'll be there. If you're in Boston on April 7th, we'll be there. If you're in St. Louis on May 5th, Hello! We'll be there. <laughs> I was so excited for St. Louis. <laughs> if you're in the 6th, uh, Toronto on June 2nd. If you're in Toronto on June 2nd, no, you already said in the we'll six. be there. And then <laughs> if you're in Oakland, California on June 9th, we will be there as well. Also, Essence Fest is in July. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we will be there as well. We'll have a live show as well as uh, some hosting shenanigans in the Super Lounge. So Yeah, so all tickets will go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to thereadlive.com. Click on your city to get tickets. Again, that is D.C., Boston, St. Louis, Toronto, and Oakland coming up uh, through spring and early summer. And then, of course, we will be at Essence and more dates to come. So, again, the thereadlive.com for tickets and shoptheread.com for all your merch needs. Thank you so much. Again, like, please take pictures in your merch and tag us in them because that is just so amazing. I saw a tweet um, earlier from, like, somebody in Germany or something who was, like, lifting weights while she was in this sweatshirt, and it was everything. So, yeah, just let us know what you're up to in our stuff, and we will see you guys this Saturday and across the spring. Anything else, Kifiri? No. Okay, do we have an acronym this week? WFB. WFB, okay. Okay. What? Nope. No, hold on, hold on. Just give me one word, Mm -hmm. and I want to know the F. What is the F? Not giving you the F. Okay, give me the B. Bitch. God damn you. Is the is the W white? No. Damn. (laughs) I know what it is. What is it? Wakanda forever, bitch. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. For twenty five years. Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.